check. Okay, level 55. Sounds pretty good. I hope it sounds good to you guys. Thanks for tuning in. This is the Blue Toddcast. My name is Todd Bluebaugh. I'm happy to have you in this little space. We talk about motorcycles sometimes. We talk about cameras and art and anything we find interesting at the time. And I hope you are entertained if you uh, are just tuning in for the first time. This introduction is not going to be very thorough because I am interviewing two guests, sitting down with them who have already been on the show. So today I have Tom Jones and Snake Snake Dumpster together where the three of us share the only two microphones I have. And uh, so I apologize for that, but I will be getting more mics because it's a lot of fun to have more than one person on the show. This is the first time that I did that. So if you go back, you'll find Snake's interview and you'll find Tom's interview and you can listen to them if you want to get familiar familiar with those guys, but they're two of my best friends, okay? So we were really lucky. You know, we're all really lucky. First of all, to have this world, this fantastical world of bikes, um, but born free this time of year. It's so special to have everybody in one place. And, and unfortunately, I did not make it to the show this year. But I did have friends come through here in the desert. And Tom was one of them. He came down. He rode down from Seattle. And that was a trip he and I used to do annually. And we just looked so forward to it. It was such a fun time. Uh, and such a fun journey down here. But Tom came out to the desert after the show. And... Snake and I, Snake was here too, he's been gone for forever because he's been working on the Yellowstone shows on the, you know, uh, Paramount Bass Reeves show that got shut down because of the writer's strike, so he got to come back at the same time, so I had these two guys back and we blew everything off that we should be doing and just rode motorcycles around like we used to for two days, and it was awesome, we had a great time, and, um, Tom just texted me actually now. So he, Tom left me, left me here in the desert at 6 a.m. this morning. It is now 9.19 p.m. And he is in Rogue River. So that is, hold on, let me check. 814 miles. (laughs) Tom did 814 miles before dark. I guess it is dark, so till dark. On his fucking panhead with no sissy bar. And if for those of you who have never ridden without a with a sissy barless bike, there you can't have a bag to put up against your back and lean against. So you're just in this uncomfortable upright position for a really long time. Plus you got your bags on your bar. Bars is just kind of awkward and I can't believe that he did 18, 814 miles. Damn, dude. Solid run. And, okay, Tom, I was hoping to get this interview up before you even got home, but I think you're just too damn fast for this podcast because I am not going to stay up tonight and do that, and you're going to be home tomorrow, you son of a bitch. Anyway, Snake and Tom <laughs> sat down, and I don't even remember what we talked about at this point. I, kn- I know we... um we covered vasectomies uh, kind of thoroughly, uncomfortably, and then we talked about stabbings. Um, 
And then Tom told the tale of his ride down here in only the way that Tom Jones can tell it. And it was wildly entertaining. So you're in for a great treat. And uh, he's going to have a great story on the way up, I'm sure, in an 814-mile day. Anyway, if you want to help contribute to the show, there's a way to do that. And I'm going to tell you right now. I don't advertise anything, but I make some really great products that I'm very proud of with American-made brands right here in America. <laughs> uh, and they're on my website. If you go to the store, you can see some of those some of those garments and things that I've brought to the market with them, and I'm very proud of them, and they are of the highest quality. And they're made by American men and women right here. And that's kind of what I'm sticking to, to try and fund this thing. So if you want to contribute to the show, pick something up off my website. I would greatly appreciate it. The music that you hear on this little um, interview is done by the one and only Rocco DeLuca. Thank you, Rocco. There is no uh, YouTube uh, video to this one because I just didn't have time to shoot it. But I am working on three now at once, and I apologize because they take forever, but they're worth it. Trust me. And if any of you are video editors or sound designers and want to help me with this show, reach out because it's fucking exhausting. It takes a lot out of me to shoot, edit, you know, do the sound design, the color, everything on this. Um, that's why they take so long. And maybe I'll get some help. I, I would love that. I actually have a meeting with Leica tomorrow, which would be amazing. We'll see. Um, there's no... There's no deals yet, but that is encouraging. And people, the sharks are starting to circle, which is really nice, guys. We've been at it for how long? And we've made some really great stuff, stuff that I think is, is very real to, and true to what, we're, what we do and the way that it feels. I just, want it to, I just want it to sound and look the way that it feels, and we're doing it. So, and so I can only hope that that catches on. Anyway, okay, well, I leave on Friday for Kansas where I'm going to go meet up with Scott Topher and we're testing a bike that Zero gave us, an electric motorcycle that we've built into a camera device and we're going to go race around a track and test our cameras with this motorcycle that we've had built. So I'm very excited to do that and see Scott. I hope to get this interview out before I leave. Let's see if I can. And like I said, I don't I don't like these in, these introductions, so I'm just going to skip it. Okay? If you don't know Tom and you don't know Snake, you're about to. All right? Buckle up. All right. Should we get the fan? Yeah. Oh, no, we have no power. Oh, fuck. God, this is annoying. What the fuck? This is annoying. This is we, get, we get the boys back in town. We're trying to do a podcast. We've got one microphone for two dudes. I, know. I mean, that's like... Two dudes, one mic. Two dudes, one mic. I've played that game before. It's not as fun as two mics, one dude. But There has been 80 hours of power outage in two weeks up here. No, no, three okay. weeks. That's just... I can't... Wait, are we recording? Yeah. Oh. I think it's going. Yeah, it's going. Here we go. We're, we're going. Uh, where to start? Oh yeah, yeah, we're back. This mm-hmm. is this is my second time and your second time. Yes, and yes, this yes. is the first the time I've ever had three people on the show. So yeah, but I can see you only have two fucking mics. Yeah, so, yeah. Two I'm working on that. Mics. 
that was a i made a worthless trip down to the low desert to find a better option to do this because uh, i thought this might be the case and there wasn't there were no options for that thing yet. called the internet well my power was out oh, gotcha. <laughs> like it is today LTE 5g i think that stuff works even when the power's out i don't know lte fine not scientist oh you mean off your cell phone he doesn't wear a lab coat but yeah, you know anyway so know. Who, who are you hi-fi guy tom jones, tom jones. Tom jones. and i am snake dumpster snake dumpster we, at, at, at semi goods if we're gonna go into mm. call signs are you on oh, the internet snake? i'm not on the internet anymore but oh, no yeah internet. i'm out that's just the name i go by that's you're what not. people at work know me as snake dumpster Jesus Christ. now what so. came first the name or the uh internet name the name yeah uh because that that came from i think we talked about this last time i was yeah honest. that came, it came from, from dave dave mm-hmm. who is now dead r.i.p we dog. have his couch in the van though we do. his couch is not 50 feet away from us miss you dave. uh he gave me the name snake i don't know where the dumpster part came from but that was pre-social media so that'd be then, right well social oh, media do we, that do we it, was, it was 03 is when oh, I got okay. the name Snake. Do you remember? Well, we still had, what did we have? We had Facebook. I don't think I was on it yet. Yeah. And it was so new. It was like 03, I think. Yeah, well, I didn't have Facebook in 03, but it was around. MySpace, Facebook, right? Yeah, I think it was a thing, but it wasn't popular. I got Facebook in 06. That was like the, the thing. And, and that was the first time you could meet a girl. Like, say you go to a bar and you meet a girl, then you could look her up on Facebook. Oh, you could be like, what's your Facebook? You could kind of figure out, like, a little bit about them that way. But I'm having a hard time remembering what it was like before that. I never wanted to look them up. I just wanted to get in and get out. I haven't dated in a while, so it doesn't really matter. But Mine was more of just like a, what are you doing later? Let's get going. (laughs) (laughs) We're burning daylight. Amen. Yeah, you should finish that drink up. Let's get going. Snake in L.A., early 2000s. Look out. Wait, we weren't going to talk about that. We weren't going to talk about that. <laughs> we had an agreement. I caught, a, I caught a little bit of that. I mean, everybody knows. Your wife knows. My wife knows. My wife does know I was a huge slut before we met, so it's okay. Yeah, I mean, you got to meet somehow. Well, my wife knows nothing about the late 90s in L.A., all right? so You were there in the er, er, yeah. late 90s, not early 90s. 97 through basically 99. I yeah. have a memory of L.A. in 90. Well, it would have been 97 or 98. My first trip ever, I came out here because my buddy, <clears throat> he was a little bit older than me, he started an art studio. And I want, and I was fascinated with this idea of living in an industrial space in Los Angeles. It was like that artist fantasy, which we got to do for eight years. Everybody has that fantasy. It, we know, actually got to do it. We did it. Yeah, and exactly. we did it to as much as you possibly could. But I came down here to visit his art studio. It was in downtown LA. And the night he picked me up, we went and parked his car in the parking lot, locked the gate, did all the things. We came out the next morning and every single window in his car was broken out. And the stereo looked like somebody ripped in with like a claw hammer and just ripped it, gutted it. Like the jaws of life. This was in the CDs out. days too. So CDs were gone. Dude, his whole gone. CD book. Oh CD book. man. Do you remember yeah. CD books Burned. and how fucking long it took you to build yeah. your, like yeah. your collection? Yeah. And this was like this type that he probably ripped off too. So it was a lot of, you know, pretty tech man, out, man hours man that out. he spent Dude. doing that. Yeah. Dude, they were like, holy grails in every no. vehicle and that's what got stolen so that was a bummer and then i remember thinking fuck that's that's 
rugged, right? I'm, I'm coming from the middle of the Midwest. The next night, uh, we're coming home in a car with no windows, <laughs> no CD player, and parking in the same parking lot. And when we get out, there's a bum fight happening outside his studio. <laughs> Welcome one, to L.A. One bum yeah. has a machete. Sick. And the other bum has a bicycle. And they're going at it Dear in God. the middle of the street. And that was my first experience in Los Angeles. That sounds like a great fucking fight. I would watch that. It, I would I would definitely pay money to watch that. I didn't want to see that. anybody die. And I don't think... I was trying to figure out if they're seriously trying to kill each other or not. Like, how hard was he swinging this machete? And how hard was this guy? It could have killed him. They could have killed feel, each I other. feel like there's not a lot of follow-through with those guys, physically mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. any other form be, look they, at the situation they they're in, in the, they to weren't begin in the with. Best shape. Like there's not the there's not a lot of follow through in life. There's not a lot of follow through in Yeah. You know what I mean? So I, I seriously doubt they're gonna they kill each other. More of a stay away from me kind of weapon than an attack weapon. Yeah, yeah. that's what I was trying to like yeah. figure out. But I mean nobody wants to see a strike from a machete no, in real life. No, I don't no, think no, no, whether no, no, even no, no, you no. think you do or not. I mean, yeah. I'd hate to see what that looks but like. But I feel like it's one of those things where when it happens, you instantly regret it. You're like, yeah, oh like, no, I'm <laughs> sorry. Did I just do? Can we put this back on? You know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but if, if I'm warned, I'm telling you from firsthand witness, if you do get yourself in a situation when you're being attacked by someone with a machete, <laughs> a bicycle is a great defense. It really is. It's hard We're to get running. through. Unless yeah. someone's stabbing you, like, this is what they have to be doing, and they have to get through spokes and, you know, pedals. It, it works pretty good. Yeah, I don't know if you could... You've been though, stabbed? You've been stabbed? Five times in the head. Are you serious? Get the yeah. fuck out of here. Yeah. Dude, you never told me this story. Well, actually, That's what that six star times. is from? One, two, three. Four or five, Holy six, f- took my ear off. Fuck, <laughs> bro. Here, you take that. Did this oh, happen in L.A.? This happened in Seattle. What part? This is a story maybe I don't want on the... Uh, I won't give you the gist of it, but I was at a party. There was some... some. I won't give you the details, details, but yeah, I'll fine. give you the ones that matter. So I, I was at a party, DJing at a party downtown Seattle right in the University District. Yeah. What year is this? This is 90... Probably ninety eight, okay. Nineteen ninety eight. Yeah, you're yeah, like a yeah, senior. I'm a yeah, oh, you're graduated. Okay. Yeah, and so uh, I'm DJing at this party. Uh, some people keep coming up and asking me if, what my name is, and I keep I'm like Tom Jones. Yeah. And I'm like, you know, put my headphones on, but go back to DJ and do whatever. And uh, and then uh, like it happens like three times in like an hour while I'm doing my set, and so I walk back outside. I'm done, yeah. so I, you know, I grab my shit, I head outside. Party's I, over. Yeah, I, no, 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 no. Just the next dude uh, who was going up. Went oh, up. okay. Rave days. I was a big breakbeat rave DJ kind of like thing that was like a big part of my life in the '90s, right? Uh, so yeah, mid to late '90s, that was a big, big, big yeah. deal. Yeah. Super into yeah. electronic music, super into yeah. breakbeats, all that kind of stuff. So uh, I go outside to have a smoke, and uh, and another person, a person that hadn't asked me yet, comes up to me, and I'm with my buddy uh, Brian. And uh, he gives me a light, and somebody walks up to me and goes, "Hey, is your name Tom Jones?" And I and I'm at this point, I'm like, "What the fuck?" I go, That's "Yeah, weird. I go, fuck, yeah, my name's Tom Jones. What the fuck?" Yeah. And he goes, "Hey, man, can I talk to you for a second? And my buddy Brian's looking at him, looking at me, and I'm like, "Yeah, sure." And so we go to walk. He puts his arm around me, and next thing I know, it's like, bap, 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 bap. and I and so I hold my hands up defensively, 
and he cuts my hand, and uh, and I'm like, what the fuck? And I push him away, and he steps back. Yeah. He's like, you know, from here to that like little radio. Yeah. And that's there's some girl. There's like probably thirty people in this patio, right? And uh, and I'm like, what the fuck, man? And I think he's it just hit me. Yeah. Right? And that's when I feel this breeze, but like on the side of my head, it's really weird, and I feel warmth. Running feel down, blood running. Yeah, yeah it's, it's blood. blood. And so I, so I look at these, I look at these two girls that are standing next to him, and they both go, like, hold their hands over their mouth, and like the look on their faces. And my buddy Brian grabs me and kind of pulls me back. Yeah. And uh, and he looks at me and he goes, "Dude, we need to get you inside." My buddy Mickey goes downstairs, big gun nut, pulls out an AR-15. He walked out, saw what happened, ran down, grabbed his gun, and he walked out on that patio in the U District and goes. Let fucking five rounds go. Jesus. Yeah. And my homie Brian goes, yo, dude, we need to get you to the hospital right now. And I'm like, dude, what's going on? I have no idea what's going on. I sure. grab I grab the side of my head, and it's just blood yeah. fucking everywhere. Oh. And I feel. And then some of my girlfriends that are friends with me look at me, and they're like, oh, God. And I was like, what is going on? And they're like, dude, don't go, in, don't go look in the mirror. Don't go look in the mirror. I will go look in the mirror. And I've got fucking my whole forehead's cut open, blood running down my back. Fucking ear hanging off my head. Ugh, craziest God. shit. No could fucking you? Could ever. You, you didn't feel the pain? No. Of, of no, because he stabbed me in my skull. Clear. Yeah. 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 It was fucking blade. crazy. You so you can't stab someone in the skull unless you go really like it's not going to go anywhere. Yeah. Like, it fucking well. Just, yeah. Just, just went right cutting, in. You're cutting the skin. Yeah. Can you not, still see the? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. All oh that, my God. Yeah. So that's it. Boom. I think there's three. Yes. Yeah. One, two, three. So we Dude, had one of those little finger directly. knives, and it was like a little, little two-inch fixed blade, and he just fucking cut, 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 and he caught me when he hit me in the head, and it slice, sliced, yeah. and then cut my ear on the third hit, and fucking took it right off. Yeah, you can see the stitches. Where they put my ear back fucking on. Fucking wild, dude. Yeah, so it's fucking crazy. Where'd this... Where'd ha- I, where so I go... So my homie... So my homie <laughs> takes me to the hospital, and uh, and uh, they they take me in, you know, stab wound, whatever. I get it right in there. They fucking, you know, do the tr- triage, whatever, and and, uh, and then they let me out. Um, they they were like, you want to stay? I'm like, no, 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 no. Get the fuck out of here. Was there was a girl I was going to go home with that night. Mm-hmm. Like, that's all I was thinking about. I like, didn't even give a fuck about it. I'm like, am I good? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I'm like, can we put something on here so I'm not going to bleed? Like, because I'm sleeping in this girl's bed, you know, like, whatever. <laughs> and I won't, I won't name names or anything like that. It still ended up being a pretty awesome night. But I woke up the, in the next morning and it was just kind of like, fucking, this is the, it's the craziest thing ever. Crazy so, thing. of course the the fucking the rumor mill is running around and it doesn't even take like like an hour the next day for us to figure out who it was right was there an, uh, any did yeah. he misidentify you or? no 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 he knew, he, he was looking for me okay and uh, and what'd I you, confirmed it so I can't you, I can't go into details of what I tell us I can't go into details of what it was but let's just say it had something to do with a girl I was gonna ask that yeah yeah he and un- does. and yeah. unfortunately for me this girl had lied to him. So that she could get back together with this dude, and uh, like she said that I had like manipulated her into okay. being in a relationship or into into like having sex with her. We dated for like fucking two and a half months, and it was <laughs> down here in L.A. And then she moved back home, wanted to get back together with him, but he had found out she had been like you know whatever. So yada yada yada. So he thinks that like I've done some nefarious things to her. Yeah. He doesn't know that like dude, like we dated. Like, we went out, like, fucking everybody in it. Like, I mean, it was just crazy. Did she apologize? No, but I swear to God, 
if I ever see that girl again, dude, yeah, there it will be uh, uh, something she will never remember. Because I've got words for her. You know what I'm saying? I definitely <laughs> Wait, have words. What for happened her. to the guy? Nothing. 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 I never pressed charges. Yeah, well, yeah, but I mean, you never ran into him again. Yeah. You never fucked me, fuck him you up. You guys like, buddies I now? I what? can't talk about that part uh, of the story. Oh, <laughs> my man! Good boy. Yeah. Anyways, another, <laughs> another lifetime crazy. ago. That's fucking crazy. I had no idea that's I what I can't believe you've never heard that from. story. No, I haven't heard that no. story. Oh, man. You may have mentioned that you got stabbed, but not in the head or in that yeah. capacity. I've only fucking... ever been stabbed in the head. Jesus. I do know what it feels like, though, because I Snake too, stabbed himself. have a big scar on the side of my fucking face. It's almost all gone, but it was 40 stitches, mm. 20 in and 20 out. Good God. And it looked like I had gills. Like it would look, well, you could see all the muscle on the inside well, of my I see jaw. it right now. Yeah, well, I can visualize but it. Fresh. That was from a beer bottle that I smashed over my own head because I'm an idiot. <laughs> well, no, you were from the generation. Yes. where that was a thing. That was you, cool. You that you was had to master the art uh, of smashing. Yeah. The and there, it's it's all. It's yes. all technique. Yes. And there, they were. This was 1998 in Virginia, where I grew up, and kids at this party I was at were doing it, but they were, in my opinion, doing it the pussy way. With a beanie on Mm. or a hat sideways. So a couple guys do it, and there was a couple little cuts, nothing big. And I was like, you guys are fucking idiots. And I just walk out there with a beer bottle. I was like, this is how you do it. And I just fucking, one swing, did it, nailed it, walked, go to walk back inside. And someone goes, hold on. (laughs) Stops me. (laughs) And uh, I felt the warm. You can feel the warm. Yeah. Can't describe it. Anybody Uh, who's never had blood just running at that level down your yes yeah. so but it's it was warm. it was warm but i didn't think it was that big of a deal like i was like what it's probably a scratch and it's a little bit of blood and it's like not a big deal it's fine it's just, my dave it's was a flesh wound dave was there and dave fucking just goes oh shit and he runs inside and he comes out with a giant wad of paper towels Ugh. and like slaps them on the side of my face and i just looked down and there was you know like when you crack the faucet to the point where it's a constant pour yeah like it's not drip drip yeah. drip drip uh-huh. it's it was that off of my chin and i was yeah. just like huh yeah and it was just yeah. so much blood yeah. they bleed a lot and then head. I, the head wounds bleed like they it's bleed crazy like a how much it bled. Yeah. so yeah. much blood and i remember grabbing the side of my face and my hand went in my face like yeah from Same the thing. yeah I grabbed my ear my finger uh, went in between my ear uh, and went, you could feel wind pass through i was like oh my no. god <laughs> Yeah, and the it girls was look, the looks on the girls' faces were like, they were like, dude, they one dude didn't believe it. One dude threw up. Fuck, I looking at my, he looked at my face. He goes, I want to throw up right up. now. And I was just god, like, oh my god, damn. is it that bad? So uh, I go in the bathroom and I look at it and I was like, oh dude, it looks like I have gills. Like it was oh, fucking wide open. God. It was two cuts, two separate cuts that the doctor had to make one big cut. He like cut a chunk out and like put it on the table next to me. So how did this happen, sir? I, I told I told <laughs> That's them. That's what your doctor. Asked. Yeah, well, I was fucking drunk. I was eighteen, so I was like, all right, then they're not gonna call my parents. Um, I was like, so I'm good there, but I was afraid. I was still on my parents' insurance, mm-hmm. so I was afraid and pretty proud of myself that I thought of this in the inebriated state I was in. Oh, I yeah. can't wait to hear this. But they asked me how it happened. I said I was at a party. Best I can think, somebody just threw a bottle in the air. Oh. Hit me in the head because yeah. I knew if I said I did it, insurance wouldn't cover it. Right, right. So I didn't want my parents to freak out and have to pay for it, you know, right, and all this right. shit. So I was just yeah. like, "Well played, Snake. Thank you, yeah. thank you." But they still called the cops. Mm-hmm. Cops came. He comes and he's like, "All right, what happened?" And I told him the bullshit story that I told the doctor. Yeah. 
and he was like, you've been drinking tonight? And I went, uh, he goes, you smell like a fucking bar, man. And I was just like, <laughs> what, don't you <laughs> lie to me. Did you yeah. tell yeah. him it was a full beer bottle? Yeah. Obviously. I, he, go, he goes, you smell like a bar. And I was like, I've had a few. And he goes, yeah, no shit. It was just like, you're fine. He's like, I'm not going to do anything. He's like, I just want to make sure that somebody didn't do this to you. And like, you're going to walk out of here and somebody's going to shoot you. You know, like he wanted to make sure nothing. I fell down some stairs. Yeah. And uh, that was it. They fucking sewed me up and I was on my way. That was some quick thinking. Yeah. I don't have any cools. I mean, I have, I had 21 stitches down the middle of my face for my own knee. In the face. Why would you knee yourself in the face? I overshot a jump snowboarding, and this came up and hit me in uh, the face. I've done that. And yeah, not bro- that hard. Broke though. my nose sideways. <laughs> God. Yeah, it it like dislocated my jaw. I mean, I stomped it out, but I had a lot of time on the way down. To Wait, you nailed it? Think about. Oh yeah, I landed yeah? on two feet, dude. Nice. But then I wonder what this, the real story is. Well, this <laughs> right totally ragdolled down the fucking. <laughs> oh, that came. That came. <laughs> yeah. But um, uh, yeah, I learned a lot. If you do are in that precarious situation, you go between the knees if you can, not into the knee. Yeah. If you do. Well, it's nothing like yeah, that's good advice, people. Yeah. yeah. Nothing like a binding up your ass either. If you got one of those. Ooh. The fucking coyote right oh, there. Oh yeah, is it out? That's her. Oh, yeah. there she Same is. One. Dude, they don't give a fuck. No. Hey, mama. Mama. Fuck those things. Hey, mama. You know how many chickens of mine that yeah. those things have killed? Yeah. I got the strap. Oh, That's fucking there she it. goes. Hey. Oh, mama. No, she's going to get hit by the car. Yeah, don't get hit. Ah, whatever. Dude, we have a, we have a uh, coyote observatory out here. They love this part of the yard. And and they'll walk up. We'll be eating out here. Just on the. They'll walk 10 feet from the table. Do you feed them? Us. Hey, no, but, for the effort. but a lot of times we'll throw we'll throw scraps out in the yard for anything to eat. And I mean, I'm talking like tomatoes and shit, and they'll eat that. Like they're that desperate, they'll eat. Dude, I've seen the most three coyotes broad daylight. I live in a neighborhood. In I live in a fucking yeah. in town in a fucking neighborhood. We're like kids and stuff. And I'm not worried about the kids, you know, but it's like people's dogs and yeah. like chickens and shit. Like all my neighbors have chickens and shit like that. So it's like, I, I see them all the time. Three of them just cruising down the middle of the fucking street. Like they don't give a fuck. City coyotes are a different type of coyote. They're, they'll, they'll fucking go kill your goddamn chicken. Yeah. They'll do it. You lost? You How many have you lost? You're a chicken farmer now. I, now I'm an unofficial chicken farmer. <laughs> uh, to predators too. Oh, it's not that bad. It's not that bad. But That's they, they took bad. my rooster. Yeah. Yeah. But you know that rooster got him good. Uh, I hope so. On the way it's out. Not. Yeah. You know, it's... I found his carcass. Oh, oh you did. So I now did. you know. I know. I know. Okay. I saw a coyote running away with his carcass like a week later. Like whoever killed him. Wow. Left it there. Dug a hole. And then another coyote. Maybe it was the same one. I don't know. Came and got him. It was in my neighbor's yard. And Dude, they're running down the street. I chased after him because I was like, "You motherfucker!" And he dropped it. And when I got up to it, <laughs> give me it that chicken. Give me that fucking chicken. No, it was just like it was literally the feet and like uh, feathers. Uh, and it was like, and you they couldn't... were still eating it. Yeah, I mean, at that point, when you're desperate, desert they're man, desperate. meals yeah. and meals. Yeah, yeah, but it's like it was. I could tell from the feet that it was Benny because he was a silky and he had specific oh, feet. Oh, Benny, Benny, R.I.P. R.I.P. Dude, I, I <laughs> had. <Rest in> peace. <clears throat> I, I skinned two rattlesnakes that I picked up off the road yeah. and uh, the, you know, bodies I buried, I knew they would, you know, get eaten. And so I buried them pretty deep, just 
Out so here. I threw him over that shiny fence over there. That's what I should have <laughs> done. Yeah, that's exactly what you should have done. But I came, I came back out over there too, the right? next. I came back out the next morning, and some coyotes had fucking dug probably three feet down and found those snakes and ate them. Jesus, really? Yeah, they were. They're just. They're that desperate, man. They'll. I saw one eating bird seed out of my neighbor's bird feeder one time. Wow. Just like licking the bird seed. You know, if you go get muriatic acid and a Hudson sprayer. I don't know what to do about that. Look how bright that is. is Look how fucking bright bright. that is. For those of you who don't know, this this Airbnb situation that's surrounding me right now, it's like a cancer. These steel corrugated fences go up. But I'm when the sun is at the right angle, it becomes just a, a, a giant kickoff, a reflective mirror, surface that blasts into my house, and now I'm surrounded by it. Like, because uh, because I think when people buy a rental property here, they see others with these fences and they think, oh, well, that's what people do. What what they don't know is that is a relatively new and uh, just junky way of doing their yards that yeah. none of us well, who live usually, here did. Usually what you do is you would take brand new corrugated steel and you spray it with acid or you spray it with like vinegar. And yeah, like you got to dull that shit you, down. You have to treat it. It's Otherwise, so it's a bright. fucking mirror. It's so bright. Does that still work on galvan coated? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. it'll work. Yeah. Okay. All I right. think you can even use vinegar and steel wool. That'll, that'll fuck with it too. Yeah, I don't know about galvanized. Uh, I know I know that I hit my, my little... That little the, cantina, the cantina area with, yeah. with that mixture. And I have, it's not galvanized, but I do have corrugated steel on the roof of that. And I hit that and it, and it clouded it. It definitely fucked it up. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. know if galvan is as affected by it, but I, I'm not either. a fucking expert. Yeah, I don't know either, but well, I'm that sure muriatic acid, acid is would gnarly. Yeah. Like, I can't imagine oh, yeah. that. And I wouldn't, oh, yeah. whatever I comes know, off. I know intimately. Okay, oh, yeah, you remember that? Thanks, Todd. Oh, my God. Yeah, anybody at Twin Line in fucking 2009 or Fuck, 10 knows. I forgot about that. I feel like there's a story here. Oh, Do you pro- proceed. I'm going to let I'm gonna let him tell it because yeah. it should be a shame spiral that he yeah. goes into. But uh, let's just say he didn't have too many friends for a few days. I'm not that ashamed of it. Todd, what did you do? How could you not be? I still shot everyone's bikes <laughs> on on the studio that I built. But in our in our studio that we uh, Tom just went to the bathroom. You know the the building that we always talk about. I showed you those pictures of the gate today. The, the twin line building. The old yeah, twin line yeah, building. Yeah. So when I left K two, I moved my studio into what was my motorcycle shop, and I built a, a cycle almost as big as what you and I used to have at right. the Chun, the one that we built. And I did the same thing. I did it out of like. You know, um, what did we use? Bondo. Well, you know, when we did all the putty work at the end. Bondo. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Bond, yeah, Bondo. yeah, yeah. It wasn't all Bondo. <laughs> no, 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 no. Mostly but, wood. Yeah, but we wanted to make it skatable. We were trying to do the same thing. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, but the floor was like a hundred years of automotive grease on the floor. Sure. And you can't put paint on it. Like, just however. It just bubbles up. Yeah, and it would never, dry, it wouldn't yeah. even dry. It doesn't take, you know? Yeah. So, in my zone, I washed the whole floor with muriatic acid. Oh, no. And um, the off-gassing from the acid Gnarly. flash rusted everything that was bare steel in the shop. Yeah, it you know it just put the entire a shot. the entire shot. Like even in the front, that's, it would. That's Tom yelling from the bathroom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was it was gnarly. Um, even gnar. I mean, the worst part was doing it. That like there were times where I was. Dude, I've used that outside. shit. If you catch a good whiff of it, dude, it'll knock you on your ass. Dude, like, I know. You put, uh, you 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 pour. 
a shot glass full of muriatic acid and you leave it in in this house anywhere just anywhere yeah and just that small circumference it of burns it, it'll anything yeah in the whole house the fumes the fumes yeah. from it will yeah. fucking or va- vapors i guess it's yeah vapors. There so was so much shit in this motorcycle shop i my 36 vl my space sadly was like right literally next to me right next to it <laughs> yeah every fucking thing i had and what was, year was this this was 2010 so somewhere around there. Good thing that yeah. 2010. That's when rust was in. It was cool. Yeah, it was. So yeah. I was creating a crusty bike, but yeah. this rust was not the rust I wanted. Right. Like it was like on every single yeah, it fucking was, thing. It was insidious. It, like everybody was so pissed off. I mean, it was like yeah, yeah that's awesome. I didn't. I didn't. Ex- I was the only one that was into rusty crusty in the whole building. Everybody else is trying to build fucking like you know cafe racer yeah, show like yeah, shit, dude. Yeah. And it was like it was rough, insane what the damage it did in there. But dudes. yeah, it did work, and the, the shop was beautiful. The studio, like I, I <laughs> nice segue it, there. Todd. It did work though, and yeah. we had a we it had worked a, for Todd. Well, no, it worked, worked for everyone because I shot I shot everyone's bike. Yeah. Every every time a bike got finished, we just roll it in and fucking shoot it. I had everything <laughs> built in, and it was like it was there. It was what we planned on doing. Yes, it was what we, we learned a valuable on. lesson. Not it wasn't yeah. it wasn't. How you got there? Yeah, that everybody yeah. was really excited exactly. about. It was and the fact that you got there. If there you're listening a- out there and you plan on using muriatic acid for anything, just make sure you store it in a place outdoors where it's nowhere near anything that you care about. Don't put any exposed or metal in a chemical here. cabinet. We had that chemical cabinet. No, no, no. no, no, no. This no, is no, no, what no, I'm no, using. No, never oh, even. Really? Yeah, never even put it in. Like literally, I keep my muriatic acid behind my detached garage in case anything ever happened. Like the fucking plastic degraded or anything at all because dude, it will it, even a drop of it will yeah. fucking rust anything yeah. i mean it, it's, it's, it's so crazy powerful. how powerful it is and it, or it could burn your and lungs it lasted forever yeah. like it lasted forever like he painted the floor and it just it just existed in that space mm-hmm. for like it months. took a long time yeah, it was crazy i know it's not good to breathe so don't. I wouldn't breathe. I don't they clean insane. swimming pools with that shit? Yeah, it's a, it's well, they use it. They use it with swimming pools, pools, but they also use chlorine. And apparently, if that you neutralizes mix, it, no, the water is what, like the mix of the water, like diluting it with water, is what makes it fine. Apparently, if you mix pure chlorine with pure muriatic acid, you get mustard gas or oh, something shit. close to it. Like yeah. it's a very dangerous like mixture. Yeah, but if you Put it both in water, you're fine. We're getting so. into some chemistry here. Why yeah. not? You never want to premix. Well, you want to pour it yeah, in. Never, yeah, never, never bat, pre-mix. never batch your. Don't you need a base to chemicals. neutralize an acid though? Like, I don't know, dude. Isn't that what the? But uh, it's not. I'm not in. Very hey, we we went over this earlier. And neither of us wear lab coats, yeah. so <laughs> we don't know. If you, you do, do that's all you wear. Guy, that's Nothing underneath. You want to know how to treat, like, you know, a couple stab wounds in the head, I can help you out, but uh, not chemistry. It's fucking scarred up, dude. It's the biggest scar I got is my circumcision. That's all. It's, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, Talk about a big a one. Bleeder. That's a big one. Yeah, Show it's me. gnarly. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty bright. I don't know. About as bright as that fence over there. Mm. I got a couple pockmark scars from my vasectomy. Oof. Get, did you get snipped? Oh, my fucking vasectomy story is so insane. Dude, stroke gnarlier than his? Did you see oh, are we about to compare? Oh, my God. Snake. Do you still have the picture, Snake? I don't have the picture, but Craig just got... Uh, 
snipped. No, he got oh, hernia. hernia yeah, surgery. Yeah. <laughs> he sent me a picture of his nuts, and they were just as purple. He's like, dude, my nuts are killing me. And I was just like, oh, buddy, I feel your pain. Did you? I, I, I have a prediction that you did the same thing he did and not did not take it easy after your vasectomy. No, no, no. Mine's completely different. So you tell yours, I'll tell mine. Mine's not that interesting. Like it was just, You just didn't take it easy. I just didn't fucking listen to the doctor. You pulled a motor after getting your nuts snipped. And yeah, it exploded well, your balls. Well, it's an outpatient thing. Like for those of you who don't know, it's like you go in, they numb your nuts up with a local, <laughs> and you're awake during the whole thing. The whole process takes yeah. about forty five minutes. You're in and out of there. They like turn and burn. They're like next, mm. and so the guy goes, "Yeah, uh, do you do me a favor? Go home, sit on the couch for three days, and get a bag of peas, you know, and frozen peas, and ice your nuts. You know, just don't do anything. Yeah. Like, just chill." And I guess a lot of guys look forward to that, like from what I understand, dudes who are, you know, married and watch sports, which I do not. That's a big ask. That's a big, well, that's a, yeah. no, that's a big thing. They're like, yes, like, you know, they do their playoffs or whatever the fuck it is, you know, and yeah. they sit on their ass and watch fucking sports. I am not the kind of guy who likes to sit on his ass unless he's super fucking hungover. But so I left the doctor's office. I went and ran errands because your nuts are numb still at that point. You can't feel anything. And then I went home to the shop. And uh, I had to pull my motor out of my pan head, and I was just like, huh, man, fuck it, you know? And I was by myself, so deep, I just... Deep breath. Yeah, just, yeah. just muscled oh. it out of there and didn't really think anything of it. And I think I I probably even got drunk that night. and Blew a gasket. Woke up the next... Well, I think I think the problem was, because they, they, the, they really uh, emphasize you. wearing a cup, or a, 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 not a cup. Jockstrap. A jockstrap. Right. Like, you're supposed to wear a jockstrap so they're not jostling around. <laughs> like, it's like, my knees don't, my nuts don't hang down to my knees, so it's not like, <laughs> it's not like they're, you know, old man fucking... Not yet. Is what not you're saying. Yet. No, so, no, I but, this. but I wore this jockstrap, which was too small to begin with, <laughs> and... I felt, yeah, ladies. <laughs> the was yeah. yeah. It's like a camel toe. It was. It was. I fell asleep with this thing on, uh, and I don't think you're supposed to sleep with it on because it cut all the circulation yeah, it off. Sounds really yeah. uncomfortable. And it does sound horrible. I, I woke I'm up miserable right now. Just I woke up and Todd was there when I woke. Not in my <laughs> bed, but he was in the next room over, and I remember yelling, "Next room." Next room. <laughs> Yeah, pretty, much. <laughs> pretty much that's exactly how it went and I was like Todd like in the morning because it freaked me out dude my nu- dude my nuts hurt so bad they were in so much pain and I was just like I was like fuck my nuts are killing me I was like I don't think this is supposed to hurt that bad and I fucking I peel back the fucking jock strap and I was like oh my god like fucking <laughs> never never seen that color uh, on my nuts before dude it was like it was like a fucking, <laughs> it was like an eggplant, like that color. Like, oh and I was just like, fuck. And I was like, Todd, you got to look at this. And he's like, I don't want it, but all right. And he's like, oh man, that doesn't look good. He's like, oh Jesus. And it hurt so fucking bad. It took two weeks for him to like feel normal again. Like I was walking like, <sighs> like I had hemorrhoid surgery or something. I was like, oh, oh. like every step. Was brutal. That was so painful. It hurt to watch you so fucking just bad. Do anything. It hurt anything I did. Sitting anything. down, standing up, yeah. moving, walking. Yeah. It all sucked for two oh. weeks. Oh it was brutal. God. That is. That sounds horrible. So what was yeah, your? So that's my story. Yeah. All right. So my story, a little bit different. Actually, a lot different than that. But but just as traumatic. Just okay. As horrible. So I go in to get my vasectomy. I, of course, I would have got mine years earlier. But Ryan was concerned that like you know that we might have like. You know, she 
we had Axel and she was like, we need to wait X amount of time in case, you know, there's any issues. I mean, that's a responsible thing oh, to I do. Oh, I get it. Yeah, yeah. Right. Like, course. I mean, your child gets ill. I yeah, mean, there's yeah, fucking yeah. anything that can happen because she was like, if something happens, like, we need to have another child. And I was like, okay, fair enough. But, I, like, I would have got it the day the day after he was born. I was like, sweet, we're done. Let's do this. <laughs> yeah, in hindsight. Cut this thing yeah. off. <laughs> but, so, we go in. I go to this doctor. He's referred by a bunch of people. He's, like, really famous doctor. He's Dr. Snip, you know. Mm. His name is Dick, so it's really kind of funny. <laughs> uh, but uh, I go in. It's always some bullshit like that. Yeah, it's like, so, of course. Yeah. You know, of course you're in a fucking weird. Jesus Christ, right? So so <laughs> I go in, and it's it's super simple. Like, the whole thing, like, if you don't do what I did, it's going to be, and you don't do what Snake did, right? you're going to have really... A, an easy experience mm-hmm. right like like r- r- that's the takeaway from this just just listen to what snake said and then listen to me and you should be cool do as i say not yeah. do. yeah 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 so yeah. so i it, this is a veteran okay this guy does does like fucking 20 of these things a day for like and he's like 50 year old man what right a deal man yeah so yeah. so I go in, and it, it's very, very strange right out the gate, right? So I go in there, and un, unbeknownst to me, I didn't know I was supposed to shave my balls, right? Oh, I didn't uh, know that, that makes either. it, you know, because then I, they're not I cutting. I don't particularly remember snake's balls being shaved. Balls. Okay. Oh, you shaved yeah. your balls? So I did oh, not okay. shave my balls, okay? <laughs> so uh, so if you're... If you're <laughs> If you're listening, shave your balls. I mean, I don't know if I need to tell this generation to shave their balls, but back when I was, you know, getting snipped or, you know, my generation, like we weren't shaving our balls every other week. This there wasn't is like new, ad campaigns. This is new to me. Yeah, there weren't yeah. ad campaigns and marketing strategies aimed at dudes shaving their balls. It's just not something we did, right? No, not till now. Not all the time. Mm-hmm. It's not to say I haven't done it many, many, many times, mm-hmm. but it was when I was far more sexually active than I am now, right? right, right. So, so uh, the, uh, the, Experience starts off on the wrong foot right out the gate because right. I show up, I pull my underwear down, and the morbidly obese female nurse mm. uh, is staring right at my dick and balls, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, my hairy nutsack. And she goes, Oh, you didn't prep. And I go, prep. Oh, shit. And it, it like dawns on me that, like, oh, fuck, yeah, that probably would have been a good idea, right? right, right, right. So she shaves them. So we get to experience that. So she lathers my balls up and starts <laughs> to shave them. And then, and then, and then, no, no, she's more she of a, I mean, this is a 400 pound woman. I sh- I'm not even exaggerating. Fondling your balls? I mean, she is, but I am so traumatized that's, right now. I'm like, oh, fuck. Yeah, that's And then she dramatic. starts talking to me about her son. Mm. And I'm like listening to this woman shave my balls, talking about her kids. Just and give I'm me like, a, okay, a little bit. I just wanted to you, go, lady. Wait a minute. This wait a minute. is fucking crazy. Hold on, hold on. Becca, are you standing? No, I'm laying down. You're laying down. And they've got the fucking, they put this little modesty panel over your dick, and your dick just okay. falls out of it. And okay. then she's shaving my balls, staring me in the eyes, and I'm just like, oh, no, Oh, like eye contact. Make, please, God, make this stop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's like having a talk, conversation with me. Sexy. And then I'm like, I have to answer her, and I just want to go, lady, shut the fuck up and shave my balls, right? So, sure. yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And meanwhile, I'm thinking like, <laughs> you idiot, you idiot, why didn't you shave your balls, you fucking idiot. You know, so she saves my balls. She does a great job. I mean, she's definitely not her first time. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. She's a pro. Yeah, I do peek down there. I'm like, wow, well yeah, well done. You know? Um, and uh, with a plastic to... razor, too. I mean, she's a pro. Do you tip with something? No, 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 no. no. Just, Trust me. Yeah, just yeah, yeah. The tip. Yeah. I don't even care if she's upset that I didn't tip at the end of it, right? You know, I'm not worried about the right relationship. So Dr. Snip comes out. 
balls freshly shaved everything's good i'm like okay here we go and he's like you know does the local anesthesia and like that you know he's like you're gonna feel a little sting at this point i'm like doesn't even i I don't even care if you fucking cut the balls off just like make this end (laughs) right now she's still in the room she's still staring at me i'm still thinking about her kid i'm like like, fuck dude so so and it's a very very simple procedure for people that don't know they make about an eighth of an inch incision they they roll up your vas deferens which is the tube that's connected to your testicle Mm -hmm. and they roll it up and it gets right to the fucking the edge of the skin Mm -hmm. it's a microscopic incision it's about an eighth of an inch maybe probably just an eighth of an inch Mm. and all he does is pop the vas out Mm -hmm. and he snips it Mm -hmm. and he puts clamps on either side and then he just cauterizes it and then lets it go you can see the smoke yeah, Jeez. and you can smell it too. Smell yeah, yeah, yeah. It. Yeah, it's the smell of burning flesh. Yeah, and I so am and so, so uncomfortable. With so this. he so, but what this doctor does is he does them both at once. So he he lo, you know local anesthesia, and then he does some little pricky proddy, and he's like, "You feel that?" And you're like, "No." And then he's like, "Cool, time to go. Here we go." And he My fucking guy didn't rolls do it up. That. He just went to cut in, and I felt it. I felt the slice. Oh, no. My guy did a little pokey poke, and he's like, do you feel that? And I'm like, no, I'm I'm good. I'm like, like, I feel pressure, but I do not feel pain. My guy was just like, here we go. And I was like... Right. He was like, oh, can you feel that? I was like, yes. No, well, there you go. You're blowing it already, too. So here here we go. So there are some parallels to our story, except he did something afterwards that was bad. So, so, So what happened to me is I did something during that was bad. And this is what I always recommend. So anybody listening to this, yes, I got a boner. Yeah. I'm so uncomfortable. Right so now. all right. Okay, so here's what happens. Yeah. So he so he makes the incisions and he rolls uh, the first one out, clamp, clamp, and then he moves over to the second one. Yeah. Well, when he does the second one, he pulls the vas out and he he puts oh. the clamps on and he pulls a little tighter. Uh, and I go like that. I move. I just move my pelvis like because uh, I feel him yank it. <sighs> and he goes. He goes. He goes, are you all right? And I go, he goes, do you feel anything? I go, ah, you know, I just feel a little pressure. And right then and there, what I should have done was like, nope. Because it wasn't uncomfortable. It's just like somebody's yanking on your balls you you and you feel, feel pressure. Yeah, yeah, yeah you I feel. feel so I was I like, Ugh. But I he sick. thought I I was basically saying it hurts me, right. you know. And I'm just like, please make this in. So he goes, all right, well, let me do this. And he had already cut it. And then he loosens the clamp. And it goes back in. No, he did not. I feel yes. sick. I feel sick. Yes, it goes back in. Uh, did he have to dig it and out? And then he, I shit you not, this is not a Tom Jones exaggeration. He goes, oops. <laughs> oops. I audibly says, oops. Oh, Dr. Snip oh, says, dude. oops. And I'm like laying back, looking at the ceiling, and I look up and I go, what? <laughs> and he's like, no, 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 we're good. And then there is a mad dash happening over on that side of my fucking ball sack, right? And I know exactly what the fuck's going on. And those fucking forceps are going in there, and he's yanking, and I'm like... And you can see him kind of panicking, panicking and you can see the nurse who has been razor... Like, just razor sharp, super calm. She's like... making. You see her eyes, and you're just like... And then I'm like, really? Then I'm like, oh, God. Because he's digging in there, right? He's digging in. And I'm like, and I'm starting to get sick. You know, like, like you've been this. kicked in the ball sick. Because I'm, I'm, I'm like, man. oh, God, what the fuck is going on here, dude? Like, holy shit, dude. And I'm just, I'm like, and, and I go, hey, everything okay? Is everything okay? He's like, oh, he's like, oh, yeah, everything's good. We're all good. And then, like, so, like, what seems like an eternity goes by. It's probably only, like, two minutes. But he's like, it's all right, long time. almost done. And you can feel everything's calm in the room, right? And you can feel he kind of gets it going, whatever. And, uh you know finishes everything up burn burn 
puffs of smoke come up. Yeah, puffs you know, of smoke. He's like, we're stitching it up, but they're obviously spending a lot more time on that side, okay, which is this side. And uh, and he's like, all right, we're done. And then they wrap it all up. They kind of do a whole thing. And already, for me, it's much different than Snake. Like, it's already, this anesthesia is already starting to wear off, right? Mm. Like, I'm already starting to feel mm. swampy and sick. But I think that's more to do with the fact that they, he was, like, jamming around in my fucking, fucking nuts, right? Fuck, man. So I'm like, fuck me, dude. And I, I just feel like shit. I'm starting, you know, like, you get kicked in. I mean, you're a guy. And girls talk about their fucking shit. And I would never, ever want to trade places with the shit girls got to go through. But, like, getting kicked in the nuts is an indescribable feeling. It's crippling. People, right? Yeah, it's crippling. It's so horrible, right? And I'm under local anesthesia, and I am still want to fucking puke, right? Yeah. And so we come out, and my wife's waiting for me in the in the lobby, and she's, like, laughing her ass off, you know, because, you know, Ryan loves me suffering. She just <laughs> loves that. And, my uh, wife likes that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Weird, Weird women. Hmm, strange. Yeah. So, anyway. Mike doesn't. So, I go out. You know, they, they, we make all the typical, like, dick and ball jokes and, like, whatever. And we go out to the car. I'm walking like a fucking goofball. And she's laughing at me. And I'm just like, okay. But by the time we get to the car, I'm feeling really bad. And yeah. we're driving home, which at that point was uh, Bellevue to Redmond, Swedish on Northeast 8th and uh, 405, all the way back up to uh, to my condo. Yeah. Right, where I was living in my aunt's condo, yeah. and uh, by like by the time we hit like that turn where you're going on 520, right. where the Harley dealership yeah, used to be, yeah, yeah. I'm like, oh my god, I don't know, like I'm feeling you really know something's bad. wrong. Yeah, and all they've given me is like Advil or whatever, and I'm like, just for once, they've been trying to give me OxyContin since like fucking 2001, you know, and I've been avoiding them. Like, I just once, I wish I would have fucking, they would have given me something that would have just knocked it out, yeah. right? Yeah. So I get so I get home. I'm feeling shitty, and uh, and I decide to take a look. I'm like, all right, I need to take a look at this fucking. What just walked by over there? Oh, okay. Oh, it's Emily. Oh, should we? Should we pause? Should, all right. So so what happens is I unwrap the testicular wrap. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I look down. Yeah. And I look on the right side. Uh huh. And it is the most beautiful two stitch micro incision you've ever seen on the left side nice i have like time. nine stitches Jesus. looks like a like a fucking rooster's foot and it's sprawled open jesus it fucking looks like it like he went in there with a fucking Ugh. finger like ripping away at it right and i'm just like oh fuck dude and these are disposable or or uh uh dissolvable, dissolvable stitches. stitches right yeah yeah and so me i'm a i'm a sole provider woodworker dude so i can't take it easy either sure and so I have to go back to work the next day, right? No. So I go back to work, and everything's okay, but I'm feeling really... What do you mean everything's okay? Everything's okay, like He's the alive. stitches are in place. I'm, oh, yeah, okay. I'm breathing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm standing on two feet, but I'm like milling wood, and I'm like, that oh, doesn't God, sound dude, okay. this sucks, right? Yeah. So day three, the stitches dissolve, and the right side is totally healed. The left side, my, my balls start to fall out of it. No. You're fucking kidding me. <laughs> yeah. You can see your balls. You can see like oh my shit out, and like it's fucking gnarly. How are you doing, Emily? So I go, <laughs> so I go, I call the dude up, and I'm like, "Yo, man, 
Like, I don't know what the fuck's going on here, but this is bad, dude. Was the stitches it bleeding? Are, like, oh, yeah, dude, shit, pus is coming. Like, this oh is so fucking God. gross. Oh, my God. So gross. <laughs> and he goes, all right, you have to come back in. And I come back in, and he looks at it, and he's like, oh, you're totally good. And I'm like, we don't want to put any more stitches in this or, like, something. He's like, no, no, no. They put some, like, butterflies on it. And so... What do your nuts look like now? Hammered dog shit. You can't. No, no, no. Like here, 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 no, no, no. So it gets, it gets worse. It gets worse. All right. So it's like an open wound for like seven days, right? And I have to work, and I'm rubbing against it, like you know, like I, I'm fucking a woodworker, dude. I'm not like I don't sit at a computer. Like I'm like moving around. It's rubbing against my jeans. It's horribly, yeah. excruciatingly painful, yeah. and I'm making it worse and worse and worse, and I can't stop working. So, so then. Uh, it starts to get better, but then like, and it heals, but it was, it probably took about two weeks. Right. And had nothing happened, I would have been fine in two days. Totally fine. The other side, no pain, nothing. And so what happened was inside, they fucked around so much that the, and he, you know, had to do so much bushwhacking in there (laughs) that by the time it healed up, my fucking vas deferens tubes fused to the side of my fucking nutsack they locked in so they're locked in there forever i don't understand and so i got excruciating pain in the first year like when Every i went anytime i would be like having sex or anything like it was painful anytime you touched it oh, and, I, and i was like yo so i go back in and i'm like yo dude i'm like like this is painful and like it's on that side that was fucked up and he's like he's like well what's happened is you're your two wounds have now healed to the size of your side of your nuts. And he's like, you know, even if you hadn't had the experience, like it could have happened. It happens with like, you know, like 10% of the things it's just because it's in there Doc, and as it's healing, come on. And I go, and I go, well, what can we do to fix this? This sucks, dude. And you feel, I can still feel it today and it fucking hurts and it's hard and it's lumpy and shit. Jeez. And, uh, and he's like, well, I can go back in there and I can separate them again and we can do that. And I'm like, you are, I'm like in my head, I'm like, you're never fucking touching my balls again. You fucking <sighs> bastard. <laughs> yeah. So I tell that story and, and, and the, the words I have to, to leave everyone with is shave when you nuts. get a vasectomy, yes, yeah, first off, <laughs> shave, step one, shave your balls. Shave your balls yeah, okay. Your Otherwise, balls. unless that chick is hot. <laughs> You know, and then you could put yourself rarely rarely this. Yeah, I can't imagine. It's probably going to wind up being a dude shaving your balls. And like, you don't get to choose who shaves your balls. Okay. But when you shave them, you get that choice. Right. And so uh, save yourself that uncomfortable experience. Right. Mm -hmm. Just get it done. And uh, number two, shut your mouth. Don't say anything. Nod and get it over with as quickly as humanly possible. Good advice. And do not lift a panhead engine. Afterwards, the, other, the thing I think about is that why I was numb for so long is because w- when I felt the first incision, he gave me more anesthetic, like more. <laughs> he shot me up more, so he just gave me more lidocaine or whatever the fuck it is. So my balls were numb for like the whole fucking day. So you didn't so know. Just, you I didn't had no know. clue. Yeah, yeah, I was just like, oh, we're good. We're, we're good. Pull the motor out of this bike. We're gonna see do what all the problem is shit. here. Yeah, this is gonna be awesome. We're gonna run errands. This is gonna be great. I'll be jerking off by no time. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> that have been more wrong. Yeah. Oh my god, two weeks of excruciating pain. It sucked. When you, uh, when you, wait, this would be a good wait, pause because I have to say hello. Come yeah, say yeah. Hi. Come, come say hi to Tom. Yeah. You never you, say that to me. He smells good. Were you at the? Were you at the other place? Or you're just in the neighborhood? No, she just came up to say hi. She got done with work. Oh, oh, nice. Yeah, it's been fucking. I, I didn't think you guys had met. 
Yeah, that's what he said. We met one other time, yeah. actually. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, you guys never met my wife. He's like, yeah, we've met. And I was like, really? See, this is the other thing. I'm starting to worry about she, you. See, worry. you're worried about me. She's worried about me. I got a doctor's appointment coming up. She goes, don't get mad at me. But will you ask the doctor about your memory? Like, like just mention it, you know? I was like, because my mom has severe right. dementia. So it's just like, obviously. Can uh, they test for that? I don't, I, well, like Tom was saying earlier, I'm sure there's some markers or something. Markers, you know, you can, yeah. you can do some sort of yeah. test or something to see if, if you're apt to get yeah. That or, or I don't think prone. it's a definitive thing, but you they can see if you have markers for like you know the hereditary or, uh, right. Like if you're prone thing. to yeah. getting it or something, and take steps to minimize the damage or whatever. Man, those yeah. have always if, made me feel stupid. My, you have enough panda yeah. projects around for that brain puzzle. Yeah, and I don't. Keep you sharp. I don't think we have a problem there. We got plenty of panhead projects going yeah. around our house. <laughs> But you know my what? wife has got me into doing uh, word games on my phone now instead of Instagramming. It's it's that's word good. games. That's so. healthy. Yeah, we're competitive now, so yeah. that's good. Uh, make it competitive. That it's good that's for helpful. It. Competitive. You know what helps me falling asleep for my mind is to kind of uh, try and comprehend wiring, like if I'm gonna work on my Dodge or something, and and these little wiring now, problems. Now I've been wiring having, a panhead and wiring a car <laughs> no it's there's are no two yeah, very, no, very 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 different things. very different things and i can't say very enough yeah. because yeah, yeah, yeah. i think one a, i enjoy doing one i dread oh yeah my God. a panhead i will i'll rewire a panhead any day of the week yeah, gladly because there are five a fucking wires. welcome challenge but when you're trying to diagnose a mystery in a vehicle with a thousand wires Dude, and they're all hidden, hidden too. They're hidden, all hidden. Shrouded. They're hidden. In a, running in a everywhere, hardness. fucking clip the shit. Like, dude, so it's the worst. instead of just going full assault on every wire in the thing, you kind of have to do some uh, deductive reasoning yeah. about what this could be and why it's behaving that way. So I'm falling asleep at night, like. I try and I start my brain starts kind of like going, okay, well, it's doing this here. If it's a loop, how does that affect this here? How can I work subtractively to, to figure it out? And in like, where the, the girl, the guy are in bed, and she's like, he's probably thinking about another girl. And he's like, oh, I don't know, it's got fuel, it's got spark. Why would it start? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. What I start thinking, thinking about, about that. And my eyes just roll it? back in yeah. my head. Yeah. Why doesn't my fucking truck run right? Yeah. He's so it. quiet. Yeah. I've chased every wire. The ohms are good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's um, always that. Yeah. Oh, my God. No, well, the other day. See, I didn't know that the switch was failing. It was the whole ignition switch that was failing in my truck. Yeah. I thought it was the uh, starter was going out. So I, I bench test the starter. And it worked. And I was like, all right, well, we'll just jump the coil. Or the, uh, yeah, the coil real quick. And so I had the keys turned on inside the car. I jumped the coil. I could, nothing happened. I let go of the, uh, not coil, but uh, solenoid, walked back to the truck to turn the key off. And the starter, with no hands, no nothing on the car, goes, Brr! with nobody even in the car. And so I was like, holy shit. That's fingers were down. No shit. God damn. No oh shit. God. Those things are wild when they go yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, there's so much power in one of those yeah. motors. But then, and then I was like, oh my God, this is the weirdest thing. And I went to go turn the switch off in the truck and it goes, 
and just smoke come out of the column. So I was like, oh my God, that's the problem. You don't know which wire's fried and you don't Ugh. know how far the burn went in. Yeah, you know? that's Maybe how your car get, burns. Yeah, I had then you never seven jumped wire melt in yeah. like, oh from the God. steering wheel the to the battery terminal so fast and you, in my and life. you go to, you fix what you think is and you start it up and, Dude, and the fucking harness goes up this. in a giant flame. Terry Terry Madden was helping me with the T Bird one one day. He rolled in in this uh, very expensive four x four that they were auctioning off in a raffle. I mean, this thing was like built to the gills. It was amazing. Uh, it was like a '68 Jeepster. Oh, amazing! Amazing. But he parked behind the T Bird. The T Bird's parked right where it is now. And I'm trying to figure out again another starter problem. And uh, no one's sitting in the car. The car door is wide open. And I have a ground strap hooked up and the trigger hooked up to activate the starter, right? And so what happened is the lift, the uh, transmission um, shift gate was failing. And it, I, it wouldn't go into park. And that's why nothing would work when you turn the key. But it was in reverse, That happened right? in my van. Oh, I got a story after this. So I went <laughs> and clicked the trigger on the thing and the fucking car starts up and drives away in reverse towards this 4x4. Yes. And I run and jump over the door and dive in the car head first and slam on the brake with my hand as it's just coming up to the fucking 4x4. That happened You're in my driveway. I am not kidding and you. And there are witnesses to this there, story? There is. Dude, Terry, will, he was shitting his pants, shitting and pissing his pants. And so as I, it stopped within inches of crippling this priceless 4x4. Oh, my God. And, uh, yeah, that's, you got a story like that? It's, <laughs> Fucking terrifying. So, guy named Snake's got some stories. Well, <laughs> that's I why mean, you're both here. My, my <laughs> motorcycles be damned. We haven't even talked yeah, about. Yeah, we haven't even we talked haven't about either. bikes yet. Yeah. It's, but nice. now I'm going to talk about my van, my '73 Econoline. Yeah. I uh, we, we moved. You need beer? Yeah, I'd love another right, beer. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm going to wait to tell the story because you fun. just you just come buy the, buy us some time and take one minute. All right. So always going to the outdoor fridge. I've got, I've got my. Is your watch talking to yeah, us? Fucking you are um, a technological marvel now. The, I've been domesticated. <laughs> um, so I got a, a 73 Econoline, you know, years ago, and, and Frank was working on it, and he he uh, he he killed it, did a great job with it, um, with what you know I asked him to do, and and uh, I do remember him saying, just so you know. These steering car, or these these the the whatever the fuck the transmission like where you the shifter yeah column yeah. he's like these have a tendency to just kind of bump into gear like <laughs> like like yeah they're not the strongest fucking thing and they they don't make parts for that fucking van anymore so it's not like I can just order a new one yeah um I'm sure it's similar enough to something I could probably swap it out but uh so we had just moved into the house recently that we're in now um. And I remember I was, you know, it's a fucking old van. You, you, know, you warm it up, you know. You can't just start it and leave. It won't work. Um, so I started up. I, I push it out of the garage. So what he means is you got to be on the throttle with this van to warm it up, right? No, you can start oh, okay. it, so you can... and it will it will idle, and it'll. Oh, you can't leave because it might bump into gear. I'm getting there. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. So same with T-Bird. I start it. And I'm like, all right, I'm just going to, you know, I got the parking brake on, but it's fucking drum brakes. It's not really that awesome of a parking brake. Yeah, right. And uh, 
I go inside. I do some shit. I'm letting it warm. I push it out of the garage before I start it because I don't want the fucking gas to fill up with fumes and shit. So I I push it halfway out. I start it. I go inside. Take a piss. Get my shit together. Whatever. I can't remember where I was going, but I got my water bottle in my hand. Walk out the front, and the best part is this is all on my ring or my, my oh your camera my camera my yeah. fucking yeah, doorbell yeah. camera yeah, yeah, yeah. caught we'll, everything. Add a link. Yeah. Whatever. I don't I don't <laughs> yeah, know if I upload that. I don't know if I still have it or if I still have access to it. But I remember I went back and watched it, and I showed uh, Emily, my wife, and she was in tears laughing. I haven't heard this because story you yet. can you can hear me audibly say, "Oh, you've got to be fucking kidding me!" And I fucking. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, did it just I, drive away? Dude, went, I start walking out the front door. You watch me lock the door. I turn around and start walking, and you just hear, clink. And you just hear me go, you got to be kidding me. And I throw my water bottle. I start running, and you see the van just going down the back of the, down the fucking driveway in reverse, just hauling ass. Oh, my God. And I am fucking sprinting, and I fucking somehow. Door opened or closed? The door was closed. You made it. So made it I fucking ran around. Because your driveway's downhill, too. It's downhill, and then there's the street, and yeah. then it's downhill oh my God. straight into my neighbor's house. Oh, my God. So oh I was like, God. very quickly, I'm just like, I'm going to fucking crash through my neighbor's fucking house. house, like his living room or whatever, you know? And I'm just like, God damn it, man. So I, I just pant, like, full, like, survival mode, like, yeah. like just go. Fucking! I'm so surprised I didn't trip or fucking get yeah. run over by the yeah. fuck because I had to yeah, run behind it. Yep. Yeah. And fucking opened the door and just slammed on the brakes. And I was just like, I don't even think it made it out of my driveway. Like I, I was that, that fast. I got it that fast. Impressive, surprisingly, dude. but yeah. and it, it's all on video somewhere. But um, so now I went to Harbor Freight and I bought those wheel chocks. Yeah, oh, that are like yeah. those big rubber ones, yeah, like yeah, eight yeah. bucks a piece or something. Actually, that's yeah, a great yeah. idea. Worth their weight in gold. I'm gonna get some of those. So God, now yeah. when I do it, I put Harbor Freight Harbor Freight plug. Harbor Freight plug. Yeah. no big deal. Yeah, um, their shit's getting better. By the way, it is getting it really, better. Really is, but I'm, it's also getting more expensive. Mm-hmm, still, mm-hmm. It's still, not a bad deal. But yeah. I, uh, so now I put it in neutral. And I chalk the front chalk the wheel. Wheels. You can't go anywhere. Yeah, chalk the front wheel front and back. Because yeah. you never fucking know if it fucking jumps into first drive or, drive or, reverse. or reverse. Yeah. So it's just like, man, I learned my lesson. I'm so glad. Like, if I had come out of my yeah. house literally 30 seconds later. Yeah, you would have gone through your yeah. I wouldn't have made it. No. Right. Fuck, dude, it that's would've, it so would've scary. Conjuring a story. I have the same uh, yes. same story. Okay, yeah. here we go. We're going to be three for three on this one. Uh, so okay. uh, my father-in-law, Mick, rest in peace, uh, uh he had a 350Z. When he died, he basically, you know, anything with wheels and or that was could be plugged into a wall or tool, or whatever. He was, you know, in his Harley, mm-hmm. his shovel head. He left to me. That's right. Me to have. Yeah, I remember. So I wound up with his van and his 350Z, 2003 350Z. Most people are shocked hey, when it was a Dodge. It was a Ram van, but it was 90s, right, right. and uh, it, I mean, it was a great. It was a shorty van. It was fucking awesome. Sure. But he, you know, he was kind of having a hard time before he passed and uh, he managed to do some significant damage to all of his vehicles before before he passed away so the ram van had like a a, a front a front fender that was smashed in and those are the weld-ons so like by the time you get around to fixing everything and making it all straight you've spent like twice what the van is worth there and they're not it's not like a super cool van but it had you know it had a, it was fast 
you know, yeah. it fucking stopped good. It was it was a rad van, but a great it, vehicle. For yeah, but it was not purposes. like a fucking seventy three Ford van. Sure, you know, yeah. whether or not that's the best Ford van to have, that's way fucking cooler right. than a ninety fucking three Ram yeah. van. Totally. You know, so uh, we end up getting rid of that. But but we have the uh, we have the three fifty Z, and it was a passion project for me. So I decided to completely gut the entire car, take the whole thing apart, all new seals, all everything, have it completely painted inside and out, and basically build a brand new car, right? Arguably the stupidest thing I've ever done. But I love the fucking car, and every time I get in it, dude, I, so think cool. of, I think of Mickey Blue yeah, Eyes, yeah, and so it's cool. like, dude, like, why wouldn't I do yeah, it? It's worth you know? the battle. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, fuck it, dude. You, know? it, you cannot get in that car and drive it without having a smile on your face. Yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. insane, right? Um, so... I have stripped everything down, pulled the doors, pulled the fucking hood, dude, the whole deal. It's getting ready to go to my, my buddy's paint shop, right? And he's going to roll it through, and he's hooking me up, and, and all is good, right? So the tow truck driver, I call AAA, AAA RV, and I say, I have a car, and I need to get it towed to a shop. It's broken down. So I kind of I kind of came <laughs> yeah, the system yeah, they there. they don't like that. He, yeah, the, yeah. This, this yeah. tow truck pulls in, and he's like, that thing just broke down? Yeah. And I'm like, oh, yeah, you know, I have to take it to the shop. I had to pull some stuff, you know, like, I'm making yeah. up this whole thing. And this yeah. this dude knows exactly what yeah. I was doing. He's yeah. like, all right. You know, I have three toes yeah, left. He's yeah, he's yeah. like, whatever, dude. So we loaded it. He goes, does it drive? And I go, yeah, it still drives. So we're good. I'll, yeah. I'll drive it right onto your fucking truck. So we drive it on, but I got to follow him down because I got I to gotta grab some shit out of it when we get down there and take it home. So I had to bring my van. So this tow truck. Uh, slide bed, the whole deal. He pulls up. We get the Z on it. We, he's locking it down. And I go to get in my van, and I back it up. In my van, 1989, Econoline, uh, it's a, uh, it's a um, uh, what do they call those things? A fucking, oh, it doesn't even matter. But it has a slippy transmission where it, mm. where when it's cold, which it was, I just pulled it out. And I never drive the van. It's a, basically a dump run van or like going to get wood. It's basically a storage unit on four wheels yeah. right so when it's cold um the you'll put it in gear like say you put it in neutral put it in drive it doesn't go into gear right so i put it in in reverse and i back it up and i i put it into drive like i'm gonna pull out behind this dude and it doesn't go into gear right because the fluid isn't warm like you know like all these all these reasons why transmissions slip or whatever right and then I'm looking at the car on the tow truck, and I go, oh, I need to get a picture of this. So I jump out of the van. Oh, it's Jesus. And, well, it's not moving. It, when I take my foot off the brake, it doesn't go because yes, it's not you're... in gear yet. Right. And I go to jump out. I take the photo, it's and I'm driving. taking photos, and it goes into gear. <laughs> and the tow truck driver looks at me, and he looks at the van, and it's starting to go. And I In drive like, or reverse? In drive. Straight at Straight you. Straight at the truck. Oh. And I... Just finished that, and I'm like, I'm like, not even thinking about it. Yeah, yeah. And I, and he looks at me and he goes, yo, yo, yo. And I look back, and the door was open still, and that van is sleepy. It's got a 300. And it's like the worst fucking engine. They're bulletproof engines, but they are gutless right. fucking engines. Yeah. The yeah. worst engine ever. So it's not but going you, fast. It's yet. not going fast. Yeah. And the, if the door wasn't open, I probably wouldn't able to do it. But yeah. It same. Same so story. So slowly that the door didn't even fucking move. You know. But yeah. so I jump in. Jump on the fucking brake pedal, and we had it on our ring camera too. Oh, we had the whole thing on our ring camera, and the dude's like, "Holy shit!" And I'm like, "Holy shit!" Because yeah. yeah, his, you know, his terrifying. tow truck's like a fucking two hundred thousand dollar yeah, tow truck. There are incidents like this that do not yeah. end like what we're talking about. Yeah. They don't have a happy ending. Oh so my god! Everybody who's working 
on an older vehicle that has transmissions that <laughs> go like, in we, out of gear manually. Fucking be we, careful. Yeah, we yeah. were, I mean, having those stories. Remember when we went to Giddy Up or we, we ran into each other at Giddy Up that one year in 2015? Of course I remember, yeah. Three Pan Tree. Three Pan Tree. Three Pan Tree. We, uh, Stacy Wilt, if you're out there, Three Pan Tree, thanks for the photo. <laughs> Three Pan Tree. Yeah. Stacy Wilt, I remember Stacy. Yeah. Um, uh, dry, uh, ride to Food. Yeah. Ride to Food at Ride to Food on Instagram. She's the best. <laughs> press and anyway. subscribe. Yeah. Link at the bottom. Big, I know yeah. She's got her own YouTube channel. Stacy Wilt. Shout out right there. Yeah. <laughs> um, cool chick. Anyway, uh, we were we had our three bikes, me and Dallin, our, our three panheads, right yeah. there under that tree. And then there were cars across the little dirt road right there. Yeah. And there was one car that was on a hill parked. And you, I remember you not being too stoked about the cars being there because it could come out of gear. Wait, is this, am I thinking about the wrong fucking thing? No, is this, is there this, was, right? Dude, I was so high on mushrooms. <laughs> I barely remember anything. But it's like, you know, people... What is their, your memory telling us? My, you just my, well, my whole point is, yeah. it's it, it goes into the whole car transmission thing. Your car transmission is not a kickstand. No. It is no. not that's a why there's fucking an e-brake. safety. Yes, yeah. that's what the e-brake is for. But people park on hills, and they put it in park, and yep. they're like, cool, I'm good. I'm and they good. get out, and they walk they away. They don't even kick the wheels. They don't realize yeah. that... Those transmissions, like brand new cars, probably most likely not going to happen, but it still could slip out of park and into gear and just take off down the fucking hill you're parked on. And And people's parking brakes are clapped out and bullshit. Yeah, then or not even hooked up. They don't even know it. It's the parking on the hill. It's like, dude, your your car's going to take off down the fucking road eventually. So. And so I had a, I was looking at it like, Yo, yeah, you were like, dude, yeah, yeah you were like, I don't yeah. like this. You know, we're sleeping over here. Our bikes dude, are Dude, that's here, really, and I'm that's like, some good intuition. You know, on. and I was like, yeah, you know what? That's actually a very good point, Tom. But you know what? I'm going to get drunk <laughs> enough to where I don't yeah. fucking care. Look, look, I, mean, I got drunk enough and high enough where I don't even remember it. Yeah. So years ago. Uh, on mushrooms. Nothing I, else. I went back, back home to Kansas to see okay. my, see my family. And uh, we owned uh, this small chunk of land in Alma, Kansas, which is a really beautiful agricultural uh, agricultural area. Alma is a tiny little town built of native limestone, like very charming and beautiful. But everything's made out of limestone, even like the telephone poles. You know, it's like they're 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 concrete, but it's made to match. It just right. everything looks like stone. Uh, beautiful little like one pump town, you know. Um, <clears throat> cattle. It's all cattle country. Right. More cows than people. Yes. And we're, I'm pulling in with my uncle in the feed truck and there's the bank on the corner and he's going to get out and run into the bank real quick. And so he pulls to a stop. There's like a T, you know, this is the main street and we pull to the caddy corner from the T of the street like this. And there's a telephone pole right here. And we get out of the car, out of the car or he does and I'm sitting there and I look uphill and there's just a car with nobody in it rolling down the street just rolling 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 and he's walking this way and he sees it and he just watches it roll right by down the middle of the street and it runs into that fucking concrete telephone pole just and we're we're just both like holy shit you know and uh, apparently somebody just, either their e-brake gave out or their car was not in, 
Dude, that shit happens it all happens. the fucking time. That's if why you we turn your wheels into the curb. Feet forward, we would have been crushed yeah. between a renegade phantom car and a concrete telephone pole. What kind of car was it? Fuck if I know. Like that shit happened so fast that it was just it was red in my memory. <laughs> Uh, it was a red car. I got one like to riff a, right off of that. That would be like a, like a, it was like a, it looked like an old Toyota Camry, like, yeah. So if you, yeah. so if you went to high school in Bellevue, Washington, from from the eighties to the to the to the early to late nineties, uh-huh. your coach, your PE coach, was this guy named Coach Hatch. Okay, football legend in his time, whatever. But. Coach Hatch is a very, other than just being like a real hard ass and just kind of like your typical 80s, 90s PE guy, he's a stereotypical clipboard, fucking hat, you know, button up shirt Uh and just like, you know, with the badge and the whistle. I mean, he was the football coach and he was also the the PE teacher of the high school, right? And he coached, you know, a very, very successful football team in you know, the three A system there and I can in, in see Washington. him. Right. Yeah. yeah. You can already see him. Yeah. Right? Big guy. Yeah. Big guy. But he had a very other uh, a very obvious distinguishing feature. He always wore shorts and his calf leg, his calf muscles were completely gone and his legs, his lower legs below the knee were just it's just bone. Whoa. Right. And uh like Cotton Hill. And you don't Go to school at Bellevue very long before you notice his coach. Notice Coach Hatch's legs. Was it a? F- and you try to figure out. You're like, Whoa, what the? F- it's <gasps> oh, gnarly. he got it looks crushed. like shark attack, right? Oh Jesus! So back in like the '60s or whatever, Coach Hatch was like the all-star football player, pro prospect, like the amazing thing. Oh, and he's God. out in his fuck out in the road, working on his fucking truck. Oh no! And he's on a hill, working on his truck, and uh, and he doesn't hear it behind him but he's he's backed up to his truck and a car lets go on the hill comes oh, up behind him oh god between the back of his truck and he and he and he amazingly keeps his legs but he's trapped between the car people have to come out and, and he i guess he's there for a little while and they have to separate when they when they finally do kind of rescue him they have to separate the car from him and they amazingly saved his legs and he could still walk and everything and he could still walk around but he that was it and he lost and he lost his dreams like that was it oh my god that's so sad i mean but it was so gnarly and that story like was so crazy and i completely forgot about it until we started just jog your memory a little bit oh my god that's coach hatch yeah, that shit. Oh, it was crazy. That yeah, that guy died that, that way. Yeah, from a fucking jeep. Yeah, I mean, I saw him out here shortly before all that went down. Yeah, he was like an up and coming, like gonna be. You know, he was a great actor. He was a good actor. Yeah, he was in uh, that new Star War, or Star Trek movies. He was in then, a bunch of independent films too. He had a then, great uh, career. He got squished by his own car because it, it when, was the, it it was the uh, electronic. Uh, parking brake and like you you know you you turn the fucking knob and like the newer cars you turn the knob and it goes into gear you know like. what i'm talking about like yeah like a discovery like oh so you yeah. you change gearing yeah, with the yeah, knob yeah like yeah. You, you know instead of actually the the handle yeah, or the, yeah. the stick you know it's it's the it's a knob and you yeah. turn it and it electronically uh, moves your car from park to drive and trust back it. i guess he it failed like he he got out to go get his mail or open his gate or something and yeah, he it got... failed and it fucking rolled to him and oh, pinned him between God. his own gate and his own car and he died that way that was fucking the beginning died of, of ai takeover yeah is that is that how it happened starting to eliminate us already yeah. slowly one by one
Yeah, I mean, vehicles would be a great way to do that. You know what? You know what else Fucking is terrifying? Damn, like we're, when we're on the topic, this this has all been dynamic stuff. Moving vehicles, working under jack stands is fucking terrifying wait jack stands jack stands or or a jack, or a jack. no jack stands i <laughs> this okay, thing yeah i'm okay once the, jack, no, no, no. Once, the, once the jack stand is under Put there i'm jackson, good jackson yeah. jackson stands jackson stands on sand when I was okay, when, hold on it, hold yeah. on it. Well, I don't have now. a slab, but listen to this. Well, you put a piece of wood or something under there. Or... Doesn't matter. Yeah. It's it's the same thing. Uh, I, I I've done it with concrete slabs. I think he's leaving the piece of the wood. Out. I yeah. think yeah, yeah. yeah. I I trust wood less because it will break. Like it it, it can break unless you sure, got a big sand, fucking. But sure, but if you use the like... sand sinks, but the the thing is, you hear it. You fucking hear it moving underneath there when you're underneath the car. You can hear it shifting under the sand. It's fucking terrifying. So, Todd. Four plus Todd, we can... You have a slab right fucking there. Yeah, it's It's not big enough to put the wheelbase of my T-Bird on. Okay, so here's what we're going to do. We're going to dig out and we're going to level... No, we're going to dig out and level an area where in front of your garage where your T-Bird usually goes. Yeah. And we're going to go get a bunch of fucking concrete. We'll mix it up and we'll pour it. We should. It, it, it'll get to use it. Yeah, and then we can <laughs> yeah. all use it. Yeah. It, it take literally take an afternoon. Yeah. Like to no, you're that. right. And I, it's I, like I, need to do that. I fucking helped Emily's dad do that. Yeah, you know, pour a slab for his shed yeah. that he you're, wanted. And you're leaving like, out the rebar and some of the the framing. Oh, out. you don't need oh, much. Yeah. You don't need much. You yeah. Shuffle around out here in the desert long enough, you find some rebar. Yeah, yeah there's probably a ton no. Of I'm not around. saying I don't know where to get rebar. I'm just saying you're leaving out the rebar part and the the framing. Uh, yeah, but and the stakes. I have the stakes. I mean, we can do, we can do it. Yeah, we, can we do could. It. it wouldn't take a lot. But you suffer from the same thing I suffer from when I th- start thinking about a project. I'm like, that's ah, fine. And then like two days later in 20 home trip depot trips, you're like, fuck, why did I even do this? Well, start then, this shit. And then, and then we have a million projects. You <laughs> yeah, know, it's like you, they start, they start stacking up and you're like, well, I want to do this. But then it's like, well, I want to do it right. And so it's like, well, to do it right, I got to do this and then this and, and then I got to buy and then this. this. And then you're like, but wait, but if I do this, it'll make it even better. And that just makes the, you know, it's like, yeah. it's just, you're just constantly, there's a, perpetual. Uh, somebody sent me a, when I was on social media, they sent me a, this clip from, uh, I never watched it, but Malcolm in the middle, like I watched the clip, but I never watched the show, uh, Malcolm in the middle. And it was a, it was a, you know, he, the, the main, the, the dad. Like uh, goes to turn on the light in the pantry and it doesn't come on. He's like, tick, 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 tick. he's like shit, and he goes to get another like a spare bulb. And he opens the drawer and he just, he's like, huh. And so and then he goes to get like the fucking go opens the garage door to get into the, you know, and then something's wrong in there. And then like his wife comes home and he's under the car. He's got the transmission pulled out. And she's like, I thought you were gonna change the light and the fucking, you know, whatever. And he's like, What does it look like I'm doing? You know, it's just like one thing just leads to another, and you wind up doing like 18 different fucking there's things that so, never get done. There's so much truth in that. It hurts. It's, it's brutal. It's it's, it's poetry. Brutal. Like yeah. that is so poetic of how. It really I was is. doing it this morning. Circle yeah, this morning I'm like fucking running around my house trying to handle one thing, and then one thing turns into eight things. Yeah. And I was just like, God, fucking damn it. Yeah, I know it. And then you hit me up, and then you're like, oh, "We're getting coffee." I was like, "I'm on my way." I'm gonna blow my head off. Yeah. yeah, and you forget about the light till the next time you go in the closet. Yeah, yep. and then there click, click, and it just starts all yeah. over yeah. again. It starts all over. Just cycle. Yeah. 
Here, you can take this. I got to pee on that tree over there. Oh, oh all right. Uh, now we each have a microphone. Uh, it's very nice. No, no, no. Don't no, want to hear it. I don't want to hear myself. Just watch the levels, maybe. Oh, we got messages. Wait, we do have a third person, though, we can talk to. Emily. What? My what? wife. What? Come on over. You wanna, no, it's you, a no. Wanna, That's a very... That definitely it's a very serious that no. Wasn't, that wasn't yeah, a very good face. I was like, mm, I'm good. Are we going to be able to ride motorcycles while you're here? Yeah, I got to pull my front end off of Emily's panhead and put it back on my panhead. Oh, so your pan is down right now. It's down. Not down. It's just the front end is... We're an hour out. No, we're an hour out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's an hour. But uh, we wanted to... Because for our... Second? Second anniversary. Oh, congratulations. I bu- Well, this was almost two years ago. <laughs> I bought, a year and a half ago, I got Emily a pinhead in a Denver's frame. Best husband ever, for so, the record. <laughs> she wanted a chopper. She wanted to build the chopper. And I was like, all right. So for our anniversary, I reached out to the only person I know who would definitely get rid of a pan? Definitely have a panhead on hand. Yeah, and not care about getting rid of it. And not giving it. a shit about getting yeah. rid of it. It was Ryan Grossman. That's so I right. Hit, I hit him up, and I was like, I know this motherfucker knows at least where to find, you know. And he's like, 100%. Yeah, I got one. He said, I have one. Right. And then uh, I was like, Cool. And actually, one of your bikes was on the the on the list of possibility possible buys well it's oh, oh right right yeah. yeah and then there was another there was a flathead that, that was really cool but uh i didn't want to make the decision it was going to be a surprise but i didn't want to make the decision without you know consulting her first are you talking about emily's right surprised her with the panhead or you chose not to i did surprise her but i she does know now right she's yeah. standing right there oh my God, stop. <laughs> But uh, no, I didn't want to just make the decision for her, like what kind of bike, because there were three very different bikes. Right. And so I I took the three, I narrowed it down to three choices. And I you know, sent them to my wife, Emily, and I was just like, which one of these bikes do you like the most? And she was like, the Panhead. And I was like, that a girl. And, <laughs> and uh, so we went with the Panhead. And uh, it's been, you know, between work and uh, we we bought a new house and, you know, doing other shit. Like, we haven't gotten around to it. But now we're getting around to it. So the other night, Emily and I got kind of drunk and we were in the garage. And I was like, fuck it. Why don't we pull my front end off and put it on yours? And we'll see how it feels. We'll see what it looks like. Like, you know. Strap it on. Yeah. And, you know, we we did it. And being the amazing husband you are. Hold on. Say that again. Being the amazing husband you are, you (laughs) remove... Your own Springer off your own bike, so your wife on her panhead chopper can experience the awesomeness of a sixteen over front end. Dude, that's yes. love, man. Just so that she is can love. love. <laughs> that is love. I don't know. I mean, that's as bushy gushy as it gets for me. Uh, I know. My heart is warmed. Right yeah. <laughs> Careful, don't hurt yourself oh, after that yeah, vasectomy. Watch, watch your nuts. Yeah. You know. yeah. So what I'm saying is, we need to. Take about an hour and put my front end back on my bike if we want to ride. All right, fair enough. Which we yeah. can do. Yeah, yeah, we can do that pretty quick. Um, we can put a light. Emily, bar have on you thought quick. about colorways for your bike? I'm keeping it brown. I love that. I'm so glad you said that because I love the color of that frame. Yeah. The root beer. Root yeah. beer brown. I fucking love it. Yeah. Everything's pretty crusty. So yeah. It's like I don't really want shiny stuff on it. Yeah. So, 
That's a killer tank. Yeah, it's a peanut tank with like a really old, like, like somebody airbrushed like forever ago, like a pimp. Perfect. Who's got like a cane and like a top hat, and he's like, oh fucking, perfect. it's super, but it's all shitty and like falling apart. It's perfect. Now you guys can <laughs> run out of gas at the same time too. Cause yeah, that's perfect. Yeah. So we have about the same gas yeah. hauling capabilities. I'm I'm happy to hear you say that because every time I see that frame, I'm like, I really like that yeah. color. I'm not changing. I'm in like with the C. I'm just gonna do like beige, yeah, colored, and then yeah. You'll figure it out. And if anybody listening is wondering, uh, my wife can work on her own bike. She, we were in Texas on a job, and she we brought our bikes. I was on Texas on a job, and uh, yeah, we were just hearing about the uh, carburetor rebuild. Yeah, yeah so she. She, her bike wasn't running too. her bike wasn't running right and she was like my bike's not running right it's being weird it's doing this and doing that and i was like why well, fuck I, I, I gotta take a look at it you know i was like you know you know i'm fucking busy working and shit like that i come home like a day or two later and she's just like i fixed my bike and i was like what or no she sent me a picture of her at like the fucking coffee shop on her bike she's like i fixed it and i was like what was it she was like the accelerator pump and she sent me a picture of her holding the accelerator pump with a little, you know, gout, yeah, the little, was yeah, it was cracked. And she was just like, I figured it, figured it out and fixed it. And I was just like, I mean, Booyah. that's one of the hottest things ever. <laughs> yeah. She, she troubleshot a carburetor issue and fixed it, you know, in a number of hours. And that's and my least favorite part of a carburetor too, because there's so, so many, hot. so many great carburetors that don't even have an accelerator pump. So like if the accelerator pump fails, you're kind of like, fuck. Linker doesn't have an accelerator. I pump. know and it's a great they example. They work just fine. Yeah, exactly. Case in point. Fucking, yeah, yeah. I mean, they are really nice to have when they're when they're working properly. I th- it's a lot more snappy, you mm-hmm. know, a little more. You get more uh, response out of it, but yeah. it's not def- definitely not necessary. But if you know otherwise, you just give it a little pre pre turn. You know, you figure out the sense of feel, so you don't, you know, bog your bike. Yeah. yeah, it's all it's all technique. It's all technique, it. guys. It's all, it's all technique. technique. Most things are, especially when it deals with wrists and hands. That's right. <laughs> you and Tom would know. <laughs> Boy, let me tell you a story. You had a hell of a trip down here. Oh God. Oh yeah, we yeah, never we even covered. Even talk, covered. How, why, if you you're wondering, covered why hold you're on, here, hold on, and how if you, you got here. If you're wondering how Tom got here, he rode. I mean, I don't remember what that trip is. It's like. It's thirteen hundred something. Yeah, down it's, here it's about fourteen hundred miles. I'm gonna actually. hand this off to you, and you can go ahead and let us know. Yeah, oh God. it started on a rainy day. Started on a very rainy day. Very rainy day. So came, rode down to Born Free, of course, and I haven't been to Born Free since Born Free eleven, which is 2019, and I came down and delivered my buddy JT. Uh, his panhead that was that the last year. born free yeah. I went to. Babin painted it. Yeah. It was uh, one of my favorite bikes ever. One best panhead that year. Um, and, uh, and I actually got to see it again this year. JT brought it up to the show. It was like having a conjugal visit in prison. It was mm. just fucking great, mm-hmm. especially prison being my ride down. <laughs> uh, and so it was like getting a little, little piece of yeah. ass, yeah. you know, after a long, you know, whatever. So, and he let me ride it in, which was super cool. Uh, so, uh, that was nice. I'm going to spill the tea and I'll let out a little secret that Eric and I swore. So I rode down with my buddy, Eric Snyder. Ancestor Garage. Eric and I met uh, actually many years ago um, at the the Tonino Swap Meet, and the reason why we met um, was because he has a badass thirty one VL chopper. 
And I mean, I'm a VL guy. Most people that know me closely know that I have a soft spot for 30 to 36 VLs, primarily like 34 late VLs. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, but I still like the sheet metal, the early ones. But anyways, you never see VL choppers ever, right? Oh, pretty the rare, only yeah. other one I've ever seen really in, in person well, dude, was... Well, he had a knucklehead a VL frame. Yeah, but it wasn't. Yeah, it was no, 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 I'm talking about like this up. is a VL, like yeah. the whole bike, you know, and then ape hangers, and it's a fucking chopper. It's badass, right? Uh, and the only other one like I really have ever seen in the last 14 years of being into this was Jason Sheets' VL chopper that he mm-hmm. built for Born Free. I want to say it was like five. Um, and that was a chopper chopper, like yeah. fucking peanut tank, whatever. And so Eric's chopper is more like stock with apes and that whole kind of deal but it's got a 21 on the front it's a fucking badass bike right so i'm at tonino um and that year grossman came up texas dennis came up so it was a rootin hootin good time and they I do remember that that was a good yeah that and was they a lot of fun. and so they do what they always do and they do a little bike show out in the grass in front of the campground and i'm walking up and down looking at the fucking evos and the other lame fucking bikes that show up and then bam i see no fucking fuck yeah yeah i mean well fuck your stock bike all right you know it it should your stock bike doesn't belong in a bike show okay Okay. yeah Yeah. uh so we i from across the lawn i mean here's i mean i'm like that's an old bike so and i recognize the tank shape and i'm like fuck dude is that fucking VL? yeah Walk over there. Sure enough, it's a VL. Oh, and so he left the original tanks on. Tanks. Oh yeah, dude, split time. He's a fucking oh, wow. VL with eight yeah. hangers. I mean, it's yeah, dope yeah. as shit. Jesus piece on the tanks, like the whole deal, dude. And it's badass. And so Eric just happens to be wandering by, and I'm like, dude, this is the sickest bike ever. And he's like, oh hey, what's up? That's my bike. And I'm like, fucking VL chopper, dude. This is crazy. And so that was years before. And then turns out we're like neighbors, right? He lives six miles away from me, but we're on the same. I live in Isquah. He lives in Savannah, so we're we're really close. Takes you never met. We had never met before, but I mean, like we never had a like a like. Why would we ever have met? You well, know I can. I never hear leave my house. Your bike six miles away. From yeah, well, here, so the I'm Drew's bike sure. wasn't done at that <laughs> yeah, time. Okay, right. But uh, but uh, so so couple years pass by and we're bumping into each other again we see each other a couple more times and then he starts hanging out with my buddy bryce bum bryce on instagram he does he's i call him sporty bryce because he does sportsters but he has a killer pan head and and uh and so bryce and him decide that their bryce had just finished his pan head eric was gonna ride his iron head and they went we were all going to party at the pen the first party at the pen show that luke from chop merchandise and those dude the boise dudes put on there at uh the penitentiary boise state penitentiary there in boise mm-hmm. and raddest show ever i had more fun at that show than i've had in a motorcycle show in a really long time the fact that it's in the northwest is fucking killer yeah, is eight cool. hours from my house yeah. and uh had a killer time got to spend some more time with eric there and uh, and then that's when I think I realized that we're neighbors. Mm. And I'm like, dude, we should ride more. So you know, we start connecting a little bit more, and then uh, uh, Eric and I become closer. He starts hanging out a little bit more, and uh, and then he uh, gets me to come out on one of the Evergreen char- Chapter uh, AMCA road runs, right? And so we do that road run uh, a couple months ago. And uh, and we and he brings his VL and I bring the Drew's bike and we have fucking so much fun. We we drive out that night and we're fucking you know we're just getting to know each other's rat. And when we we're sitting having lunch at the road run, this dude Jim comes up to him and is like, okay, knowing that Eric is looking for a panhead, and I know that Eric's looking for a panhead because on the drive out to the road run he's talking about how he wants a panhead. I'm like, well, you know, I can get you a panhead. And he's got this truck that I, I'm like, I, maybe I can trade you something mm-hmm. for something or whatever. Mm-hmm. But this dude walks up and he goes, 
I have my buddy is selling his panhead, and it's the panhead I grew up with. It's the coolest chopper I've ever seen in my life, and I base the way I rate all choppers that I've ever seen based on how cool this chopper was. And I'm like, I'm like, listen, to this guy talk, and it's a dude from Washington State. I'm like. Let's, you got a fucking picture of this thing because every time a guy says that, yeah, every time a guy says that, it's usually the stupidest fucking chopper you. Yeah, it's usually the soup. I'm like, come on, let's see the pic, dude. It's Washington State. There's no way this bike exists. Yeah, and he goes, yeah, 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 I got a picture. So he pulls it out and he shows Eric the picture first. And he's like, oh, that's cool. And I go, let me see this thing. He fucking turns the phone around and I'm like. God damn, that's a cool job. <laughs> yeah. And he says the price, and I'm like, I look at Eric, and I go, listen, I don't even need to see the VIN. I don't need to see the number, but if you're not buying this bike, I am buying this bike yeah. tomorrow. Sight unseen, I don't give a fuck. I don't yeah. care if fuck it runs. I don't give a fuck if dicks are carved, or, or carved all over. It's a cool fucking really? bike, yeah. And so, uh, Man, you know. He were he, you know, so he's like, yeah, I want to buy it. I want a panhead chopper. And he asked me, he's like, what do you think? And I'm like, dude, I would be on that like stink on shit, dude. So, you know, couple, I want to say like seven to 10 days pass by. And he, he texts me and he's like, yo, can I borrow your trailer? I'm driving out. I got the cash. I'm going to go pick up that panhead. I'm like, dude, of course, borrow my trailer. I'm like, fuck, dude. Uh, so he goes, gets the bike. Um, and Eric has been working a ton with Bill Mongren at the museum. Like just because he Eric Eric wants to learn how to work on bikes, dude, and he's got a VL, and if you got a VL, you kind of have to know how to work on bikes. And he, you know, is getting into overhead valves, and Bill knows fucking everything yeah, about Bill. Everything. Bill is who got all of us in the Midwest yeah. in, into our first big twins. Yeah, he and Bill used to all of us. He sold Troy his first bike. He sold me yeah. my first Harley. He's so, still yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So he taught us all. Yeah, Bill. Bill is the guy who used to do all my engines and transmissions yeah. before yeah. I started doing them myself. Right. And so, and he still does tons of engine work and tons of transmission work for everybody in the Northwest. And he's, he's the, he's the best, yeah. the best up there. Right. Cool. And, uh, and so Eric, uh, uh, gets it, goes out, closes the deal, puts it on a truck, takes it straight out to the museum and him and Bill fired up in 45 minutes, fucking running. Things been in a living room since 1985. Get the fuck out of here. I shit you not. This dude fucking put it in his I'll living wait, room. How much did he get? I can't. I, I don't want to disclose. It's not. It's not my. It's not my business yeah, yeah, yeah. to disclose that. I get it. I get it. But you ever get. You ever get Eric on here, or if Eric wants yeah. to chime in yeah. in the comments, by if the, he ever lives by the, the by the time. Well, yeah, he can it do it. It's not my business. Yeah, was it yeah, a good yeah. deal? Whatever. It was great fucking deal. Okay. okay. Yeah, great deal. Yeah. Not like not the best deal of the century, sure. but like I would have bought it in one second. Sure. I kept saying like, dude, if even if the VIN's bad, I don't give a fucking shit. Right, like yeah, I'm buying that bike. Yeah. So, because the bike has the look. I mean, it has the fucking look. So uh, he brings it back to the museum. They fucking, they put a, it had a brass float in it. It had been kind of fucked around with. They it, they fired it up with the gas that had been in it since 1985. Oh, my they God. They just poured a cup of new gas in, mixed really? it, and it fucking fired up. He it goes, wasn't all gummed up? No. Like, they, well, they pulled the carb off because oh, okay. they had to put a new yeah, float yeah, in it. Yeah, yeah. Put a rubber ducky float in. Fucking boom. Next thing I know, it, he, he texts me a photo of it on the trailer. About two hours later, I get a photo of it running. Yeah. Or a video, video. of it running yeah. with Bill on Bill on the throttle. Wow. Thing sounds meaner than a junkyard dog. And I'm like, well, <laughs> sick. I go, bring it to my house right now. Because we're, I mean, we're neighbors. So, like, I'm kind of on the way home, right? Yeah. Brings it in. The other funny part of this story is he's out there picking it up. And he goes and stops at, like, Jack in the Box. Or, or no, Taco Time 
in a parking lot and my wife and her mother-in-law See it. and my kids are out there at some fucking uh, <laughs> thing that they went to and he pulls into the driveway and she had met Eric a couple days before because he came over and we got a little lit up and we kind of walked my property and we were hooting and hollering and stuff and uh, uh, and uh, and then she sees him in a parking lot with a chopper in the back and she goes, Eric? <laughs> so and he texts me and he goes, I just ran into your wife in a, at a taco time and whatever. So funny. Anyways, so brings it to my house. And I uh, take one look at this thing. And I'm like, fuck, dude. So me and my, my buddy John is there, too, because we're, we're, we, we're always doing some work together. And uh, and we kind of go. I'm like, dude, this thing's so sick. I'm like, what do you want to do? And he's like, I kind of want to get it running. I kind of want to ride it to Born Free. And this is two weeks before Born Free. Yeah. There's and not I'm much like, time. Not a lot of time. And I'm looking at the bike, and I know it runs, and yeah. it sounds good. It's got compression. It's got a linker. And the I'm last like, time it was on the fucking road, though. Like, uh, yeah, exactly. So yeah. we, uh, so I, me and John, we kind of go over some things that we think are going to be problematic. Yeah. First words out of my mouth were, "Man, molded in tank. It's not a matter of if it's when, yeah. or not a matter of, of, of yeah, if, yeah, if it's, it's when. when. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, so that thing's gonna go. So, oh no, it looks good inside. But it's like the first thing I thought of because I've just on. You've been on these rides. You've been on DVRs. Whatever. N- misery. But that was kind of the last time I really whatever. I was like, all right, it's solid, cool, yeah. whatever. So we go over the front. The front end super sketchy, and the front end like ended up being super sketchy. Completely rebuilt it, did all the deal. You know, it needed everything. What so did it have was wide glide or what was the? It was a it was a narrowed homemade tree setup for a narrowed forty one millimeter wide glide. Mm, but okay. everything was fucked. Sliders were seized like complete. And my buddy John, he went over to my buddy John's, picked up four complete wide glides, and it took all four of them to get to one it. Mm-hmm. that worked ended up working yeah the old 41 yeah just yeah. the old just they're standard old, old one yeah yeah and they are garbage right and so he went through hell but he got all that done and then we just kind of did the whole thing but the bike was running he brought it over i rode it was great and then on the like like it just kind of kept being like little things little things little things and the last time he brought it over i realized that the dish on the wheel was fucked up so we went over to my buddy john's because my lathe is down and we rear turned, wheel or front wheel front wheel mm. and we turned down a, a brand new axle for him and he ran a, a, a like a put together um spool 21 that he had for a vl project that he was going to do that old nipple twister did so it was just a ready to go wheel so we ended up making a custom axle for that over there and uh, got him dialed in, and that was the night before we left, okay? And he was disarmed, but we got it fucking done, and I just wanted to go. And I knew I wanted to leave on Tuesday, and then it started pouring down rain, and it didn't stop. So here's the tea, and I'll say it, and I, and I you know, he, he and I weren't going to say it, but I might as well. Like, who fucking cares? So Spit it. We knew, we knew by 10 o'clock in the morning, and I wanted to be on the road by like 7.30, right? That there was going to be no end in sight till about eight o'clock at night, and that and and to leave in the rain, the rain looked like it was going to last all the way to uh, Ellensburg. It's not right? worth it. It's just not worth. It's it. not worth it. And it was torrential downpour through the pass. Yeah, and the pass super sketchy in the That's rain. Not fucking. And we safe. were going to be soaked yeah. and soaked for the whole rest of the trip. Right. So yeah. so I call Babin, and Babin's like, "Yo, are you on the road?" And uh, and I'm like, "Cause Babin's going to come out to Born Free. He's going to hang out all weekend." For those of you who don't know, Babin's like my best friend, and like. And, like, we don't get to see each other that often. So when we hang out, we're excited about it, you know, because we get to be fucking Is shit. Up there now? He's in, uh, he's in basically Santa Clarita, Clarita, but out. He's got, like, a nomad property out in the middle of nowhere. Right. He's got 15 acres, right? He's off grid. He's, off, he's basically say. off grid, yeah. right? Off-grid. Yeah. yeah. So, 
he comes in and he's excited about it. We've been talking about it. He's like, oh, man, we're going to go down to Born Free and we're going to go down to Born Free and we're going to talk shit in person and do the whole thing that we do, which, you know, <laughs> could, would never be put on the air, right? <laughs> so so uh, he's all like, we're talking. I'm like, dude. And it's like 10, 10, 15 in the morning and the rain is just, it's just, there's no stop river running through my driveway. Well, the pass is a river. Right. That's why you can't right. really and it's do raining it that bad chopper. in Issaquah, it's yeah. raining even worse yeah. at the pass, right? Yeah. And And it's cold up yeah. there right people don't realize that's a that's a ski resort yeah it's a snow exactly. mountain it's cold as shit yeah it's raining well, riding in the rain sucks regardless, regardless. right and yeah. we're both on choppers yeah, yeah, yeah. and he's a spool he's a spool front rear mechanical he's never ridden this bike okay <laughs> ever he's literally got like two miles on it or actually it's not true maybe like 30 because the ride to my house is six miles and he's done the ride to my house twice back and forth. right okay so, and the second time he did it, we realized that his front wheel was about to kill him. 1,400 right? miles. front wheel had had completely shifted, pulled all the spokes out of one side, oh my God. and literally was about to kill him. Oh, right? my God. So, so I see it. We throw it on a trailer. We take it to John's. I turn him up a new lathe, a new uh, 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 fucking uh, axle, axle yeah. on the lathe, because my buddy John has a Monarch 10 EE, and once you've used one of those, it's just kind of like, hey, John, <laughs> come, come over and use that fucker. <laughs> yeah, so... So uh, we uh, get it done. Everything's good, but sketchy. And he's not comfortable with it. And I'm like, I'm ready to go. And I'm like, fuck, fuck, because I just want to get on the road. But Babin goes, dude, just rent a truck and just drive to where it stops raining. Yeah. So that, I, we've done that. So yeah. I, so I, so I look it up. I hit U-Haul, and it's 260 bucks to take it to Ellensburg. But then as I'm checking out, it goes, if you take this. 20 miles further to Yakima, it's 160 bucks. And I'm like, sold. Not, not raining in Yakima. So no, Yakima. No, definitely not raining in Yakima. Yeah. But interesting enough, the the weather system was moving that way, oh, which is crazy. So <laughs> yeah. we, we dodged a bullet there. But anyways, so I text him, and he's not responding because I know he's out scrambling, doing that kind of stuff. And I'm like, yo, rented a truck. It's in the the truck when I was really on my way to, on my way between my house and his house. I'm like, I'm gonna pick you up in fucking 15 minutes, and we're loading that bike and we're on the road. <laughs> so we go over to his house, load the we load his bike. We go over to my house, we load my bike. I fucking high five, kiss the kids, tell my son, hey, love you, proud of you, and we hit the road. We're on the road at 12 o'clock, right? We get to Yakima two hours later. We unload the bikes. First first fire, and his bike lights right up. And I'm like, oh, that's a great sign, right? Mm-hmm. And then it dies. <laughs> and it dies in the craziest way, right? And this in is literally, you, yeah. In the way you know that yeah. wasn't right. And we like, are trying ooh. we are trying to get to John Day that day. That's 260 miles, okay? Yeah. And it's 2.30. Oh, it's 2.30. Because you yeah. left it near. Yeah, 2.30. <laughs> and, uh, and I'm like, oh, fuck, dude. And that sets, like... It's an omen, right? Sometimes. And I know, and I've been on the road, and I've done this trip so many times that I know in my heart of hearts that this is bad. Yeah. Sometimes right? you hit that. Sometimes you hit that. Like something happens with that one person's bike, or some, just like this string of events. You're like, nothing's gonna go right. Yeah. Yeah. You just like you feel it. You're like, this is gonna be miserable. Yeah. And you just fucking know it yeah. right off the bat. Especially if you've done this run yeah. that many times. Yeah. And I'm like, I've seen it all, dude. Yeah. And it just a sinking feeling takes over, and you know you have. 1300 plus miles to go <laughs> and that's the first thing that happens yeah, it's an omen it's right an omen. It's, an, it's a bad omen yeah right but he, and he's he's like 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 
so positive about it, and I'm so negative when <laughs> shit like that happens, well, right? Also, you've he, done it a bunch of times. He hasn't. Right. So you're like, yeah. this is fucked. He's like, no, this is good. And you're like, no, yeah. believe me, it's and, fucked. No, but I got my, this. I yeah, got this. And my negativity, this. anybody that's heard me, my negativity is contagious, right? Yeah. It really <laughs> is, right? So it'll wear on you. And but Hold on. Let me just jump in here real quick. Anybody who plans on riding with Tom in the future or has ridden with Tom in the past, you know that your shit better be truth dead on truth ready to go and this goes for me as well i'm a little nicer about it but any uh, of us and and todd as well yeah Yeah, it's like man that's why i ride with three people if you go on these fucking trips with an old bike yeah know how to work on it and make sure your shit is tight because if it's not we're gonna leave your ass yeah or we're gonna give you so much shit you're gonna wish you never came on the fucking trip yeah and if i tell you to bring something make sure it's in your bag yeah or the second i find out it's not be ready. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Be ready. So anyways, so that kind of sets the pace. We get, uh, it turns out the, the, uh, when Bill had set up the carburetor, he was just trying to get it running. He wasn't really thinking about the float vibrating off. He, he was just yeah. like, does this thing run? Yeah. So he didn't glue the float. He didn't even Loctite the screw. So the rubber ducky float just literally vibrated and fell right off. Sure. Okay. And, uh, and so not a big deal. And the, we figured it out. I started kicking the bike and I started choking the bike and there's no fuel coming out of the blowout. Right. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, we're not getting fuel. So we disconnect the fuel line. Fuel's pouring out f- bowls full of fuel. And I'm like, all right, our needle isn't opening. Right. right? So yeah. easy pop the bowl. But I start to realize immediately that we don't have the right tools for Linkert. We don't have a one-inch box end wrench. We have a fucking crescent. That's super fun. So it's like quarter turn, bang into push rod twos, <laughs> flip quarter turn. It's just it's just, so that it, that like begins. There yeah. begins the nightmare. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. is the next three days. So, so we but we get it loose and and thank God we did because the bowl nut was so fucking loose yeah. that like. I mean, I probably could have just hand undone it, right? right so yeah. get the bowl off. Sure enough, I, you know, float sitting on the bottom screw and the fucking thing are sitting there. And I'm like, all right, get out the Loctite. We put a dab on there. We get it put in, but I don't have any, I can't glue it down. I don't have anything to like glue it that's like resistant to fuel, whatever. So I'm like, well, we might be chasing this problem for a long time, but at least we'll know what it is, yeah. right? Yeah. And uh, and so we uh, we put it back together. Bike fires right up, and we're on the road, right? We and we're we're jamming, and he's jamming, and we're feeling the vibe, and it's boogieing, and it's all great, and we're doing good. And then uh, on our way to the first gas station, we're not even like, God, we're not even ten miles in, <laughs> right? And uh, he disappears uh, in my rear view. Yeah, I turn around and I see him pulling off oh, the no. side of the road, and I'm like. I want to say like 100, 200 yards up, and I pull off to the side of the road. Yeah. And my phone goes, you know, and I pull out my phone, and I'm like, what's the the deal? And he goes, dude, bike shut off, fuse popped. And turns out his second headlight, which when we were unloading the bikes, I bumped into it, and it was flopping. I go, well, that's going to last fucking two miles. And it it lasted 10. And it lasted 10. Yeah. And uh, when it fell off, which he didn't even notice, I don't, like, still we both can't believe, like, the, this is a big Aris fucking front headlamp. He's oh, got yeah. dual like Aris the square setup. Ones? The big square one, yeah. big, big rectangular ones. And it just fell off. And it just fell off, and it did, he didn't even notice it. Dude, somebody back right, and there nobody honked at him. Nothing like I don't know. I'm like, it falls <laughs> off a bike a like that, windshield. and you're not getting somebody like throwing a microwave. On so the it's kind of crazy, right? Yeah. But what happened was that fell off, and then the wire shorted on the frame, and it killed the bike, okay. popped the fuse. Yeah. So he pulls off, 
and still uh, got he one has headlight. to still got one headlight, and he ha- but he has to like uh, 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 he has to like deal with that exposed wire, and then he has to deal, and then his ignition head screw had come had like disconnected or whatever, so he's dealing with that. All right, so he gets all that dialed, and I, of course, don't leave my position because that's kind of a stance that I take when I'm riding. It's like, you know, like, like I don't need to turn. He's like, do you want to go to the next exit? And, like, and he's never ridden with me before, and I just respond, no. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, no, get it done. Yeah. Right? And he gets it done, and I see the light. Like, you know, and, of course, I'm getting very impatient like I like to do, which is, you know, just annoying, you know, attribute to being me. And I, I know that it's a pain in the ass, but, like, I'm, I get frustrated easily, and it's just it's not a secret, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, but it's only been ten miles, yeah. so yeah, so I'm setting I'm setting it off on the wrong note, and I know this in my head. Yeah. So, but I see the light go on, and I'm like, yes. But yeah. then it takes another fucking fifteen minutes for the bike to fire up, right? Oh, so, but then there's some other stuff that he's doing, and I can't remember what it is because it seems like forever ago at this point. And uh, and then the bike fires up, I hear it, and I'm like, oh yeah, here we go. And, uh, and then he, st- I see it start to roll, fucking light up the bike and we roll and we keep rolling. And then I am, uh, you know, he keeps pulling up and, and saying fuel. And I'm, I'm like, dude, cause we've never ridden before. And I'm, and I'm like screaming in my own helmet, like, dude, I'm monitoring our fuel. I, I know exactly how far we've gone. Like, right. no, you're not running out of fuel. Yeah. <laughs> so we finally get to a point where I think we're getting low on fuel and we pull into a gas station, but we do it, you know, and he's pulled up a bunch of times and he's pointed to his gas tank and I'm like, stop, Don't worry about stop it. pointing at your right, gas right, tank. Right. And, uh, and, and plus we both, he has a gallon on his bike. I have a gallon and a half on oh, my bike. Till it runs yeah. yeah. Well, right, 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 right. And that's how I do it. That's and I mean, I don't give a fuck yeah. how anybody does it, but like, dude, I ride until I run out of fuel. Sorry. I pull off. Yeah. I fill up my tank in two seconds and I go. And when I see the next gas station, I pull in and I fill that's, up my tanks. Yeah. That's yeah. the whole point. And that's for me, and yeah. for me, it's fast. Yes. But for somebody that doesn't refill fast on the side of the road, I get maybe why they don't want to do it. Or somebody that doesn't like pulling off to the side of the road or somebody maybe doesn't like running out of fuel on the freeway. I get that that's all sketchy. But that's how I do it, and that's how we are doing it, yeah. right, uh, for the rest of the trip, right? And so – but I, I realize at this point that's how he does not like to do it. Yeah. And that's fine, and we figured out a balance. Sure. Balance, You've only right? got 1,290 Right, and this is our go, first so. time yeah. ever. We did the AMC road run, and there was no risk of running out of fuel, and we were all doing fine, well, right? That's a difficult thing to do is you are figuring out your rhythm on a long trip. Right, right. That's not – and I, but I, but in my defense, I have forewarned anybody that would ride with me on this trip. I'm like, yo, dude, just heads up. I'm a tough guy to ride with, dude. <laughs> I really am. And those that know me know it. But they also know that their bike will make it yeah. no matter what. Like if I've got to go out and fucking carve a rock into a new panhead engine and we've got to figure <laughs> out how to make that thing fire, I'll do it. But only if I have to, uh, right? Yeah. And you're going to get fucking heckled the whole time I'm doing it, yeah, right? Yeah. So... So we pull into the first gas station, we fill up, and the sun's getting low and it's getting dark. And I'm looking at our how many miles we have left. And I'm looking at how far it took us to get there. And I already know we're fucked, right? Yeah. And I'm pissed. But I'm like, okay, whatever. We're well, just going to figure this out. Exactly, exactly, yeah. exactly. We go to leave and boom, his clutch isn't working. He just goes into gear. Bop, 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 bop. Yeah. And then, uh, and I'm like, oh, what fuck. All right. That? And he's like, dude, I got no clutch. And, uh, and uh, we pop his derby. And uh, I go pulling, uh, pressing your clutch pedal. I press it in, and I go to turn the clutch completely locked up. And then I'm like, "Fuck!" 
And I'm like, did you pull this thing apart? And he goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was all gummed up. And I go, did you clean it? And he goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, I, and I'm like, okay. With well, what? it's fucking locked. Water? Right. Well, no, no, no. I mean, and I don't know how he cleaned it. I don't, and he doesn't know anything about this type of clutch. Right. So, so I can't, it's just standard, but it's, it, it was a, a OEM fiber steel. So, so it's that three and a three half finger. fiber uh, three steel yeah. fucking but bullshit. But a, three, a three finger clutch. It, well, three finger hub, yeah, hub but right. it's more of the fiber situation. So it's not a five and four. Right. It's yeah. a three and three kind of three and a half and three. Right. Yeah. So it's a stupid setup. Yes. Right. And immediately, if I knew that's the, the clutch pack it had in it, I would have been like, come over to my house and grab yeah, any one of, yeah, any one of mine that I have laying around. I have like five of them. And, uh, and we would have taken a closer look at it. Right. But, he did it and, and he put it back together and it worked and he's been riding it to my house. So but the second we took it on a 50 mile run, it locked up, it fused together because sure. it got hot. Yeah. All that shit came out of the fibers, glued it together. I'm going to talk fucking glued it together. We had these screwdrivers pried apart. Oh. Right. So done. Yeah. But we're in the parking lot, sun's coming down and I'm already looking at the miles we've lost and I'm pissed already. And this is like first gas stop. Yeah. Oh, God. And I feel bad. And in my head, I'm like, God, Tom, don't do it. Don't turn into the monster right out the gate. <laughs> but I can't control myself. Gas stop number one. Right. Gas stop number one. one. Oh, my God, dude. So, and this is after I've had to take the bull off his bike, getting it out of the truck, right? Oh, And my so I know God. he's, I know he's frustrated too. He's like, oh, shit. I mean, and he's no dummy. Yeah. He knows that this is not a good omen, right? Yeah. And I'm like, holy <laughs> fucking shit. So I'm like, go in there. And, you know, when I get in that mode, I just boss you around, yeah. right? And it's a shitty quality, but I know exactly what we need to do. Right. I'm like, go in there, get brake parts cleaner, get over here, take this apart, clean this up. And I refuse to do it at that point. Right. By the end of it, I'm like, I'm like, you go do that, and I'm going to do this. Yeah. Like, whatever makes it happen is fast. But at least we weren't getting fucking baked in the sun the sun had already kind of like or it's not raining down. still yeah. yeah 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 and it was cool and it whatever yeah. and we found a great place to do it and it wasn't bad but i was already souring the mood of the trip right like a, like like only i can do right so <laughs> so we all love you for it yeah, yeah yeah so so he goes in and he comes out there's no wire brush there's no nothing but he's got sandpaper thank god otherwise we would have been totally screwed and uh, so he brought that, which was great. And he's got starter. He's like starter fluid and degreaser. And he's like, this great is great. Like, all right. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah. This will work. And uh, but nothing works better than brake parts. Cleaner. Even even modern brake parts cleaner are probably the better than anything. Yeah. Right. But so I'm like, fuck it. We'll do it. You know, and we start. I have at that point, I have all the whole clutch pack. Everything's laying out. I've split everything apart. I'm like, spray that. Do this. We're grinding. I'm grabbing fibers. I'm trying to get everything. out. I go everything in that basket needs to be clean as a whistle. I mean, this basket is fucking filled with shit. Right? That shit oh, yeah. is gross, Just too. glued That's together. That's so gross. And I'm like... Is, is to... he running a primary chain? Yeah, ch and it's chain. So it's and I already chain see the chain or, uh, being dry, uh, and I'm like, oh, fuck. And I already know. In my head, I already know. That's yeah. coming to get us. Yep. It's coming to get us like a fucking great white shark and that fins in the water, see dude. It. I already know, I right? Yeah. I'm like, God damn it. And he doesn't see any of this stuff, yeah. but I do it. And that's also what makes me so frustrated because I'm already like, dude, how many gas stops are we going to get before that fucks us? Yeah. And it couldn't have fucked us at a worst time. But anyways, that's forward in the story, okay. right? <laughs> One so, thing at a time. So we, we fucking lay all the plates out. I'm giving him a crash course on, on four-speed 
three finger clutches or big twin clutches. Yeah. And you know, he's a VL guy. So it's completely not even one iota of a similarity, right? Like yeah. other than there being springs and plates and whatever, like it, there's no similarities, right? Right. And it uh, works the other direction actually. Doesn't right. it? So it's it, so yeah. insane. And so, but he's getting it up. He's a sponge. He's sure. fucking picking it up and he's like, all right, all right, all right. And I'm kind of giving him a walkthrough. And, uh, and so we're, we're good to go. We get it done. We put it together. I go, and we reassemble it, but when I pull the pressure plate off, this is before I pull the pack out. I'm like, "Where are all your springs?" And he goes, "That's how many springs were in it. And there's three springs missing, and he's <laughs> got the fucking three nuts pulled in like fucking five eighths of an inch." Oh, oh my god! And I'm like, barely, "Dude, you barely tightened." Uh, yeah, I'm like, <laughs> "Dude, what's going on here?" And he's like, "I don't know. That's how many I had to turn it in to get it to work." And I'm like, oh. "And then I see that all three studs don't have springs," and I'm like, "Oh, dude, I." Sh-. And in my mind, I'm like, "Fuck, I should have just looked at this." Like. Yeah. Why didn't I look at this, you know? Now you're and mad at yourself, too. Exactly, yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. And it's not his fault. It's nobody's fucking fault but mine. Like, I, like why would I ever assume that the clutch was complete and worked yeah. great? You're you know? the guy who has the understanding of this, so it would right. be... Right. And if you are choosing to go on a ride right. with someone... Because I should have been more yeah. uh, involved in anytime that stuff. Anytime you buy... Like, like you said, you know, anytime you buy shit, they're like, yeah, it's great. And it's just like, no, it's not. Like, you always go through it, and there's right. always something fucked up with it. Right. It's like, you know, it's rebuilt. No, it's not. Right, yeah. right, right, right. And it's not his fault. I mean, dude, it's his first panhead fucking, like, dude. But I'm thinking, and, and I'm frustrated with myself. I'm like, God, you stupid fuck, dude. And so, the, and so I'm looking at, like, all right, we're out the gate. This is my fault, right? And I'm like, all right. So we rebuild it. We get it done. We get it all put back together. I'm like, well, we're three springs light. And so that's a problem, and we're going to be fighting that the whole way potentially because we're running out of room. Yeah, you know, and uh, and so I'm like putting it on the mental list of shit we need, right? And uh, we we put it together. He jumps on the bike. He presses the clutch. I do the test spin. I'm yeah. like, yeah, we're loose. It's free. He fires up the bike. Fucking brrr, runs off. But I have the sp- uh, so I have the nuts all the way out, and we only have to put them in like like I want to say like two threads, and we're still engaged, right? Mm. So. So if you're out there and you don't have all the springs, still work pretty fucking good. Yeah. I was actually pretty impressed, right? You probably ought to yeah. ride so it. So I spread them out differently. Way. So he yeah. so he had them off the studs and I put them on the studs cuz that's where you're getting the most effective sure, yeah, pull. Yeah, yeah, and right. then I left one one out on all three. The three, two, two, I just left one out of those kind of like in a triangle, yeah, right? Spread, that's spread right. Out as much yeah. as right. Can. And that worked great, and that got us all the way to fucking Los Angeles, right? I mean, so does he have a does he have a foot clutch or a hand clutch? It's all it's a suicide foot clutch, right? Okay. So spring foot clutch, right? Well, and it just doesn't it just takes less pressure, right? You know, Exa- exactly, yeah. right? So, so one of the things I had changed when he came over to my house the second time was he was like, dude, my clutch pedal, and he's a tall dude. Eric's a, a big guy, you know, like way he's probably like six two or probably something like that, you know, and I'm five seven. So our positioning on the bike would be completely different. And the dude that he bought the bike from, Phil, was probably my size. Right. So he had the clutch uh rod that goes back to the actuator arm, mm-hmm. like shorter. So the pedal was way up, and for Eric, being as long as he is, it was, was like it was super awkward for him. So the clutch engaged way late and his foot was in a way vertical position, so he found himself popping wheelies right, right? Yeah. and uh and he comes over to my house and he goes dude this clutch rod it's you know and it's all the, it's it's like basically as long as it can get mm-hmm. there's only like fucking like three threads which left is on. not a good way right which is it. not yeah. a good way to go yeah. so i go into my fucking you know the the store and we pull out the fucking like myriad of things but i give him one 
that that you know I've had forever. I just put it on there and say got a sweaty look, whatever. And we make it the perfect length, and he's happy, and he leaves my house. It's great. And this is before we we have the front wheel issue, before we have uh, uh, it's Eric Dean. Should oh, we pause? yeah. Uh, answer here. Hold on. Yeah. Eric, what's up, big dog? Oh, yeah. oh, hold on. Yeah. What's up, big dog? We're doing the podcast. You're on speakerphone. The world is listening. Yeah, I can hear you. I got you. Hello, hello, hello. Hello. You there, Todd? Uh, hello. No. You push the right button there. Uh, yeah, push Eric the Dean. I mean, I can hear him. Eric, can you hear us? Eric, are you receiving this? No, no. No, he was not. Oh, and I'm not on your Wi-Fi because your power's down. Right? That's why I'll yeah. call him. Yeah, no, yeah. no, no, I got this. All right. Oh, here you call him because call my phone's right going to be a no-go. Short intermission. Hold on. Don't forget where you're at with that. Where was I? Clutch actuator arm uh, yes. or wheel? So that th- this happens before we dealt with the wheel. So this was the day before, and we have to right. deal with that, and then we have the wheel the next day. One second. Here we go. Oh, I see how it is. Oh, oh yeah, you know, you know this. We'll try that again. We're not going to be much longer. I don't want to leave you a massage, Eric. Yeah. We're going to be done soon, and then we're going to go. Are we going to go rush? I mean, I'd be, I'm down. He doesn't, and the power's out, so I don't have the internet. I see we go. Where, where are you right now? Let's just put a let's just put a pause, pause on this. this. Yeah, let's put a pause on this, and let's just remember that we're talking about the Cl- we're talking about the the first gas stop, clutch rebuild, and that's as far as we are in the story. Is Snake going to yeah. be able to come back on this though? Are you going to be when able back? to this? I mean, what are we doing right now? I don't know. We're are we pausing? Pause? Yeah, we yeah. are. We're like fucking two hours deep in this podcast we're already. We're, we are actually. <laughs> we're one hour fifty nine minutes. Yeah. Hit pause. Oh, I was right on the money, yeah. baby. All right. I'm going st- to stop it. Yeah. Right. You're fuzzy. Your wiener's coming off. Oh, shit. Let me get that on the tip there. Yeah. Fuzzy, buddy. Uh, and then, then only the part that we have to stabilize is the basically the optic. Yeah. Crazy. You, the so part. It's, it's, a, it's a lot easier to deal with. Yeah. In certain circumstances. Right. Super lightweight, yeah. obviously. Well, yeah. part of it is. Yeah. Geeky, geeky camera stuff. So, so back to the. Uh, anyway, you, you you're in the. Okay, so we're we're in the parking lot. We yeah. get the clutch fixed, yeah. and then I'm going back to uh, when we were at my house, and we I gave him a new clutch rod, right, yeah. for his suicide clutch, right? yeah. And uh, and so we hit the road, uh, and we continue for one more stop so we make it another 60 miles we basically did a little over 100 miles that first day right uh which including our car ride which was 120 meant we did about 200 meant we did about 220 miles that first day which is a major fail when you're shooting for a 500 500 300 or a 300 500 you know you set yourself up yeah. For two five hundreds, yeah, it's right? a setback, a little yeah. over five hundreds, yeah, right? Yeah. With you know, and you you're just developing your road dynamic with your buddy, and uh, and you're already realizing that you know the motorcycle might not be capable of those types of things, whether or not the rider is capable. So I'm getting anxiety, right? And uh, and I think he is too because sure. he knows that we're just basically teeing off a very difficult ride, right? Yeah. And uh, we're realizing that we have like, you know, 
uh, we're polar opposites in things that we need on the road. Like he, he needs food and water and I need nothing. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so, so, uh, I can literally ride until miles and then whenever we get where I need to go, then I get sustenance. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, so, and this is like, people are different. Like I have so many more friends that are like that than yeah. people that are like, like me. Right. Totally, yeah. So, and uh, and I and so we're starting to figure each other out. We get into, we we and we we both don't like riding at night. And my front headlight is not super great, but it's better. I mean, it's a sealed beam, five inch, so it's not a bad light. Mm. And I've got you know big bright brake light. I think anybody likes riding at night. Yeah. yeah, I mean the fucking dangers just go through like the the. the it just goes up and up. Yeah, yeah the, the risk the the risk factor just goes. And it's like fucking deer, deer animals, yeah. fucking debris, pothole, pothole, anything. Yeah. And it's like these bikes are not. Bikes where you can take a good sized pothole and be like, oh, I'm fine. You know, it's, yeah. you're feeling every bit of that, and there's probably possible damage. You know? yeah, yeah. And you miss something in the road, like two by four laying in the road. I yeah. mean, that could be the difference in you, like living and dying. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's yeah. crazy. My, my, my biggest fear is the like quarter inch piece of plywood. Well, that flips up. That fucking, that, that, like, no, just bear that a truck goes over before yeah. me and it goes, yeah, right. and it just goes up and just chops my chops fucking you head in half. Off or yeah. Something. Or like or a like, piece of corrugated. Or a ripped or fucking a, radial that's laying like an alligator in yeah, the middle of the fucking dude, road, dude. dude. I, I, I see shit. No. I no, saw no, a, no, no. It's a white, I mean, it's a wipeout. I, I don't saw, care what you're fucking riding. I saw riding. a ladder come off the back of a truck on the 10 one time. Yeah, and it'd be a fucking ladder in the middle of the road. It backed up traffic. For fucking miles. I went around it on my bike, and I was thinking, it was like, okay, well, that could have killed any of us on motorcycles. Peter Troy got back to the Chun that night, like, super late, and I'm like, dude, what happened? His traffic was backed up, and I was like, was it the ladder? And he was like, it was the fucking <laughs> It was the ladder. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I don't know if any of you guys have spent any time in Texas, but I recently have. I have never seen more shit in on the road. On the road? Like animals or what? Everything. Fucking couches. Transmissions, Trousers. fucking hoods, tires. Dude, I ran over like a giant chunk of metal that was bouncing down the road. I thought it fucked my car up. Like, there was so much crap yeah, in the up. road in Texas. I don't know what the deal is if people are just tossing shit out their window or not strapping things down. So much dead animals, fucking dogs, whatever. Just shit yeah. everywhere. Yeah. It was insane. And then a ton of broken down cars, always smashed up, whatever, yeah. on fire. Really? Everywhere. Everywhere. It's crazy. The craziest thing. They're I've very ever proud seen. of that state. I Apparently don't know why. of their highways. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. Don't get me started. <laughs> anyway, so. You're so, at night. You're dead. The headlights. You're not. So we're at night and uh, we're getting to the point. We're riding as far and I'm pushing him. I, I know he's probably like ready to pull over. His hands are going numb. My hands are going numb. It's starting to get cold and I'm full leather daddy. He's not. Mm-hmm. And uh, and so, but I'm just thinking about every mile we lost that day, right? And so I'm pushing, pushing, pushing. But when that sun goes down, it starts to get cold, losing circulation in your hands, the vibration's starting to get to you. And then we get to the Columbia River. But I don't even know we're at the Columbia River. It's yeah. that dark, right? Yeah. My light is doing jack shit. His light is a fucking joke. And, uh, and, and he's way behind me. And that's, you know, something that I still can't figure out. But, like, you know, he has a tw- well, we've, he has a 23 tooth. I have a 26 tooth. Oh, pushing shit. 90 inches on my oh, engine. Yeah. Yeah, he's stock 74. Nowhere. He yeah. had to have so, that thing really yeah. wound up to right. keep up with you. Right. And you can hear it. Understand? No wonder he's popping wheelies. Right, Jesus. right, right. So, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. That thing's ready to go. Uh, so, we cross the Columbia. There's no 
uh, there's no lights on the bridge. And I don't even know we're on a bridge at first. It's just so dark. And I'm like, and I have a tinted lens and he has uh, a tinted bubble shield that he has to flip up and then he's got clears. And so we cross the bridge and I, this is, we're already at the point where we're running out of gas. I already, you know, cause I'm tracking miles. It's pretty easy to track the miles on that, on that road. And, uh, and I'm like, all right, we got to pull over right here. Cause there's a gas station. So that town is Umatilla, o- Oregon. Right. So we're in Oregon. We pull off the exit and he, uh, and he literally, well, no, maybe he runs out of gas in the hotel bar. So we pull over and, uh, and he's like, dude, can't see anything. I'm like, yeah. So we might as well just pull over, stay here. We'll get some gas, like whatever. So we pull into town, we drive it, we go, there's a, there's a, like a budget in and they want like 160 a night. We're like 160, like fuck that dude. And I walk over to this other hotel and, uh, it's, it's, uh, $99 okay. after the hotel taxes. Yeah. I'm like, we can do that. So he's over in the other hotel. He has to gas. He runs out of gas pulling into the budget in like, it, or the O'Connell Lodge or whatever it is. And it's, blah, 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 you know, and my bike is pissed off. I think it's running out of gas or whatever, but it's acting really shitty. Well, turns out my rear plug was pretty, getting pretty smoked. The engine's long in the tooth and I'm getting some oil in the combustion chamber and it's kind of smoking the plug. Right. So, mm-hmm. so, uh, uh, it's just hard starting kind of running like shit and it's cranky, but I would have rode the whole way to LA with it like that. Not giving a shit, just kind of like, oh, I'm going to have to kick this thing more than I'd like to, but like, yeah. we're good. So get it going. I get the hotel. He's over in the parking lot. He walks in and says 160 bucks. Then they come out after I leave and go get the other hotel and say, Hey, we're willing to negotiate. Yep. Too late. And I'm like, yeah. So I get, we got to get a hotel. Wait. We, did what you get the? Yeah, I mean, it's like, what the fuck? Did you, you say get, that right out the gate? Did you get the ninety nine, or did you? I go, had already bought the ninety nine, yeah, right? Okay. So we go yeah, over there, and I say it's. We say it's on the ground floor, and it's not. It's on the ground floor wh- where we have to create pallets and make a ramp to get our bikes up into the I was thing. Just there's no ask fucking you, way. Could you get your bikes? There in? is no way. We couldn't get them in the room, but they are literally in front of the hotel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We yeah, have yeah. the window open. And like, there's just no way, right? But we, yeah. we're not leaving them out in the parking yeah, lot. Yeah, there's just no fucking way. So. We get unpacked, we get in there, uh, we walk, we get some steps in, we walk to the gas station, we find a place to get some beers, and uh, we come back, and uh, and we have, a, like, you know, half a beer, and then we're both so, like, then the exhaustion sets in, and oh, we're... Yeah. Adrenaline yeah, wears you, you off. Fucking, you get, sm- you're just done. Yeah. yeah. So we fall asleep, sleep pretty well, but when I pull back my top comforter before we go to sleep, there's just human hair all Gross. over the pillows. Yeah. Gross. It's just, sheets are dirty. Pillow cases are dirty. It's just oh, I would have got I would have fucking nasty. I would have got my sleeping bag. The fucking the fucking uh, I we didn't have one. We decided before we left, we were like, no tent. We're just gonna get shitty hotels the whole way down. So we made that commitment. Yeah. So we could save space. Right. Yeah. Because I don't have a sissy bar on the Drew's bike, and he had would have had to double bag. Yeah. And his, you know, he's just getting used to the bike double bagging. It's only a half inch twisted bar. I think his sissy bar probably would have broke. Yeah. Right. So. Um, for sure. Half, yeah, exactly. Right. So, so, uh, and I think it did break before we left and he had to fix it. So we were already like, it wasn't worth it. Right. And, uh, and so we, uh, we go to sleep. The bathtub's fucking painted. You know, it's just that there's paint. Gross. Yeah. So I'm not showering. No fucking way. I didn't even take my fucking clothes off. I yeah. just laid in the fucking bed. Put a, put a yeah. towel over the pillows. The tower was all stained and uh-huh. nasty. It's yeah, that so bed bugs. Fucking yeah. sick. Gross. So sick. I didn't even want to pull the sheet and look for bed bugs because I was like, you know what? I know they're I in sleep there. on top. Yeah. I, so I, what am I going to do? Sleep on the sleep parking on the floor. lot? And it was yeah. going to be 34 degrees that night. So oh, yeah. there's no sleeping outside. There's yeah. no none of that. So we go to sleep. We wake up. 
and he's a breakfast coffee guy before he does anything. So I'm like, all right, you get your shit together, you get packed, and I'm going to run down and get us coffee. Turns out the place has breakfast and coffee. So I bring us back breakfast. We eat, you know, we do whatever. I think we're on the road by seven. That's pretty good. 30? Yeah. That's right. pretty good. Yeah. We were up at 5 30. Yeah. And uh, by the time we got fed and like worked out the bikes, we had to get the bikes back down this makeshift fucking pallet ramp that yeah. we had made. Yeah. And, uh, you know, all the people that were staying at the hotel were all like road workers. So they were out. We were the last people there, right? There's one car. It was these two flagger girls and they were still awake. They were outside. So we didn't have to worry about noise, nothing like that. We're just doing our thing. We get the bikes out there. I pull my plugs, realize that the rear is smoked, fucking put a new one in, think lights up, third kicks, running great. I'm like, all right, well, this is going to be something yeah, perpetual. that I'm yeah. perpetual, right? But I'm like, who gives a shit? Right. And I still have not changed the rear plug, even right. though it's still doing it. Um, so uh, wanted to save the plugs for the ride home, actually. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah smart. You know what I'm yeah. Or grab that sandpaper. Yeah, I got buddy. three more yeah. plugs, and I'm like, you know what? I'll change it every day on the ride home. So yeah. so we, uh, we leave, and... Uh, and we were doing pretty good. What was the fucking next thing that happens? This is the shitty part. Is this is where like my early onset Prime, primary in. chain gets so, you yet? No, we're not. We're not there yet. Um, we get. I feel like it's coming. It's coming. That's oh the gas. That's later. Uh, what is the next one? Fuck, I wish Eric was here. It would be so awesome to have Eric here yeah. on this podcast. Yeah, I wish he was. then we could do some yeah, back and yeah. forth. And like, yeah. and then I'd get his opinion yeah. of it. I know yeah. it would be heartbreaking for me to hear. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know. but I'd already know, you know, everything that he's going to say. But yeah. so we, we leave and, and I think, uh, God, what is the fucking next thing that happened? Because was it electrical? There, was it There's so mechanical? many things that happened before the things that I'm remembering. But, uh. Well, maybe it'll conjure. Like yeah. Maybe it'll conjure. So we leave and... Uh, what kind, kind of the generator next, did the bike have on it? It, it? We replaced it. We switched to 12-volt at the last minute, right? And he had yeah. a brand new 12-volt, so we did all that. Um, and so uh, the next thing I remember happening is we're, riding, we're, we're getting into the high desert pine twisties in Oregon, okay. right? Okay. And then uh, we're getting through this area that I remember from Born Free 7 when me and Dallin and Jakey rode down, right? Uh -huh. And I was on Connie, and uh, and we're riding through these roads. And then little old memories are popping up sure. from that road. And I'm yeah. like, oh, yeah, I remember this part. This part's so sick. Yeah. And, uh, and we're doing good. Um, but he's got that 23, so he's slow, and I'm ready to go through these hills at, like, fucking 80 and whatever. So, so I'm doing all that. And so a couple times I just kind of, like, accelerate up ahead. Because I'm like, oh, he's staying behind me. Well, you like, want whatever. to have fun. And yeah. Like, you can slow down and wait for him. Right. So then I, we were getting through the twisties, and then all of a sudden, like, I pull over and slow down to, like, 40, and there's nothing. Oh. And, it, and then, like, you know, a whole minute passes by, and I'm like, oh, fuck, dude. There's nothing worse than having to turn around. So then, yeah, yeah. and I refuse to do it. In most scenarios, I'm like, <laughs> fuck it. I'm not turning around. Whatever's going to be done. But then I start thinking about the bike and thinking about the Oh, you could have gone I'm off like, the road, yeah. yeah. No, and I'm thinking, like, who knows sure. what could have happened. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. So I wait for like a minute. I'm stopped. And a couple cars pass. No bike. And I'm just like, I don't remember seeing those cars. You yeah. know? And so yeah. I fucking turn around. And I go back. And I go back quite a while. <laughs> and there he is. And uh, this is not a gas run out. And I'm like, already, I know he's got the tool bag out. And I'm like, oh, fuck. So I'm getting grumpy right out the gate. I'm like, grump. <laughs> 
I'm like, what is it? And he goes, clutch fucking rod broke. And I'm like, I, it doesn't register with me immediately. I'm like, wait, what clutch rod? The push like, rod? No, the rod from oh, the, the clutch pedal okay. to the actual, yeah, 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 just yeah. a straight piece of steel yeah, with yeah. a little eyelet yeah. that goes through the cotter pin, whatever, yeah. at the threads that I switched at my house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That I, because we needed a new one that could, you know, whatever. Yeah. I gave him the one that broke. Yeah. And right. I was like, mm, great, Tom. Yeah. Yeah, great. You had to pick that one mm-hmm. when you had fucking 18 in your hands yeah. and you picked the one that broke. Mm-hmm. So again, strike two, Tommy yeah. Jones, right? Yeah, and yeah. I'm like, Ugh. You know, and uh, there's no fixing it. I mean, there there was no threads left. It snapped behind the lock nut. Yeah. There was literally a half a thread. But he's you didn't got have a, a, you didn't have a spool of safety wire. He's got anything? a gem. Not enough. Not enough. I mean, that's a long walk. It is, you know and you need to braid it if you're going to do so, it right. So. so, so we're doing it, and he's got it jammed in there. He's got some steel stick, and now he's wait, doing that. The rod from the, the actual clutch pedal to the arm to the yeah. actuator arm. You yeah. know, it's like fucking twenty inches. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty far. I and mean, we don't have enough safety. We don't have, and I don't carry safety. You don't have a chain? You don't have, like, no, of course we don't have a chain. No, 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 that stuff. We had a fucking, we had a solid stick. piece of, yeah. and we are in the middle, yeah. we are in the middle of the woods yeah. next to a river. I mean, there's nothing. There's yeah. nothing up there, right? Bark. Just so what we do, what we do is we're sitting there, and I was like, fuck, do you got any chain? He's like, no. And I'm, I'm like thinking, I'm looking, and he steel sticks it, and he's like, you got, I got some thread, and we test it, and it's holding, but I'm thinking like thread and a half. He's got the steel stick out. He starts wrapping it in some whatever wire. We don't have enough to go, and I go, you got any zip ties? And he goes, oh, fuck, yeah, I got a fuck ton. Oh, there you go. Yeah. So we daisy chain. Daisy chain. Yeah. yeah. That'll work. And that's a reinforcement. We tighten them up. We got a daisy chain. We lock them up. Yeah. Boom. Yeah. Done. We don't even make it fucking, we leave. Yeah. And I'm like, success. I know we just keep tight. If, if it stretches out, we keep tightening yeah, those yeah, those yeah. things till they're the perfect length. Yeah. And they're Adjustable. stretched out and we're good. Yeah. Fucking, we're going through the hills and he's just way back, way back, way back. And I'm like, oh, fuck, what the fuck's going on? We pull up to the next gas station. He pulls up and he's like, dude. And the clutch pedal is laying on the fucking side of the bike. He's like, clutch fell off. And I'm like, what? And turns out that the nut and washer that was holding the whole thing the lever, together yeah. stripped out, fell off. Get the fuck gone. out of here. Oh, my God. And it's stripped. It's a this, stripped This is the shakedown you needed The whole reason he's been going slow is because he's been holding the pedal on with his foot. Oh, that's exhausting. And then the only foot... Uh, the only f- uh, uh, foot peg he has is a forward control in front of it, and that's moving and falling off. So he's been going that whole time, balancing. Testament to the rider that he is, he manages to keep up yeah. and stay with me doing all that footwork. Yeah. And, of course, me getting pissed, not understanding what's going on behind me. I'm like, what the fuck is this dude yeah. doing, right? Yeah. You know, and we pull up, and I'm like, looking at it, and I look at the thing, it's falling off, and then I see the strip bolt, and I'm like... There's a lesson here. I'm like, Fuck! Don't buy a bike two weeks before Don't buying buy a for your bike. Well, of and course. Then take it on a fucking of course. Bike. We all know this. What the yeah. fuck? But yeah. I'm an optimistic dude yeah. up until this point. <laughs> until you're right? not. Yeah. Yeah. So. We don't have it. I bring I but at the last minute I bring an entire bag of Chrome Show hardware that I pulled off of Connie that just happened to have all these killer things and I poured it out before I left because of our experience yeah. with Eric. Yeah. Yeah. And I go, you know what? I'd be a fool not to bring this, yeah. right? And so he has the the wrong, or or he winds up having the nut, but we end up using damn near everything in that fucking bag by the time <laughs> we're done. So what we do is it's stripped, but it needs a washer, 
So we put the washer on, but by the time the washer's on, there's so little thread left, and he's out of red Loctite. Usable thread. So we're yeah. blue Loctite. You got, you got any red Loctite? I'm like, no, because nothing's falling off my body. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I don't know. I'm such a fucking you're asshole. That, you're that confident you don't bring red Loctite. Nothing's falling off my bike, and I'm fucking, what, 1,600 miles into my journey right you're now. You're halfway I just double-check. I'm a lock washer. Yeah. I'm, I'm that I kind of guy. I might gift you right? some red Loctite. And I'm a double-checker, right? I, I there's, there's, I can't tell you how many fucking situations I've been in where I double check. I do listen. It and I'm like, fuck. Yeah, listen. Something happens. Yeah. Call it. You maybe I'm an ignorant dude. Maybe I'm not. But like, dude, I just, I've never needed it. Okay, I've just mm-hmm. never had. And if I should have it, and yeah. I almost threw my bag. But I knew he had it. But sure. We ran out we right ran out the gate. Yeah. We ran out right out of the gate. So we, we blew it. We basically forced the nut on, and then he steel sticks the outside of it, so it's kind of like locked in. That repair lasts to Burns, mm. Oregon. Mm-hmm. And then he comes up with the ingenious idea of we have threads, we have ga- like gouges, but we don't have anything. So instead, of we red Loctite it, we force it on with a washer, so and then he gets a circlip. Oh. One of those C-clips. Yeah, and just sinks it into the sink thread. In. And then by the time we have many other breakdowns and many other opportunities, and by the end of it, he's the C clip holds and he steel sticks it, and I think that's that held the whole fucking trip. Yeah, so, wait, so, so the threads on the nut pulled out. The threads on the bolt. The There's a, the but there was, was a, enough thread was shaft, to, to put like, a so you C have clip the pedal, on. Gotcha, still. Gotcha, shaft, gotcha, gotcha, and, gotcha. and then there was like threads sticking out, and those were stripped off. Right? Gotcha. All right. So, so um, we get to burns, and that's when the clutch rod gives up and the zip ties don't hold i'm like all right so we're going to the hardware store and the nut had fallen off so the thing did it again and our repairs you know held kind of that point but broke again yeah right so we go to the hardware store the big r hardware store in burns right and uh we get chain we get adjustable bolts because i know he's likes his adjustability and what's that clutch but so we get bolts we do all this shit we get in the parking lot high noon no shade (laughs) fucked right uh, and we get it all done. We get it all together. The circlip works. It holds great. Uh, we got the Loctite. We've got everything we need. We pick up some other shit, and uh, and then he needs food. And I'm already like, <laughs> looking at our 612-mile uh, ambitious goal for the day, and now we got to stop again. We just stopped. Down. I'm melting down. I can imagine. I am See, down. at that point, it's cram a fucking cliff bar in your mouth, yeah. let's go. Yeah. Like, right. But yeah. I get it. You know, sure. everybody's I, different. I get everybody's, everybody's different. different. I get and so it, I'm like, it. I'm like, okay, but let's make it fast. So we pull off our food, we eat food and it was good. It was great. He gets his food and we leave and, uh, and we're, we're on the road and, uh, we leave burns, but I fuck up. So the whole trip down, there had been three paths and oh, blood warnings. Man. Right. And so, but when I had, when we had gone, when we and me and Dallin and Jake went to the same gas station, this dude came out with like, "Oh, your hogs are dope, like, blah, you know." And all these kids with cowboy hats that are farmers' kids are looking at us like we're the craziest sons of bitches they've ever seen in their whole life, you know. And we're riding pretty radical choppers, you know. Like his bike is very radical, and my bike is obviously very radical. And like this shit does just not roll through town. So these right. kids are getting a kick out yeah, of yeah, yeah. holy shit, you know. And uh, some lives may have been changed at that gas station. That'll happen. Excited yeah. about, right? And so we go to the big R. And so at that point in the 395, we lost the third line on the map, and we only had two. Well, I'm used to hitting that middle line, so I hit the middle line, and it put me 
it had me go back the other direction and get on the 95, not the 395. So we missed, unfortunately, my favorite part of the 395, yeah. which is Alkali Lake, Mono Lake, that whole area. And we go down the barren wasteland of straight roads that is the 95 into New Mexico. And it's just, or into Nevada, where yeah. the time zone changes for a hot minute and then you're in and out of it. And like, it just, it was beautiful, mm-hmm. but it was not the yeah. ride that I we've want. done that we did that we right? did that we, we did had that. to go we had in the middle of fucking nowhere yeah, yeah we had crazy to, yeah it's kind of cool though yeah, but yeah. it is cool yeah but it's yeah. not the it's not it's not the wood it's not the forest it's yeah. not the mountains it's yeah, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. it's a it's, it's but you remember we right it is barren wasteland we had yeah. to find a shop forget you needed a new chain or something we so went we went to reno yeah 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 so the next so the next place we pull into after kind of leaving there is fuck I can't I don't even know the town but it's just we pull into that gas station and I'm f- starting to feel a weird vibration right and uh and you know it wasn't what what I adjusted at that gas station there my engine I think is give is about to give up Ooh. you know you know what I'm saying yeah. so I'm getting a lot of engine vibration stuff like that uh my one two shifts are fucking loud mm. and uh and I'm starting to realize that like there's a chance that my, my bike, bike might have some issues right yeah. and I knew that when I left and I had a long conversation with my wife about it. I'm like you know I'm more anxious about this trip than ever I'm like I know I can get the bike down but it might be a huge pain in the ass. I would have never imagined the pain in the ass that we would have with Eric's bike, yeah, yeah. but I was seriously concerned about my own motorcycle. Yeah. And then we had to stop at, they were doing all these road repairs where you'd have to stop and they'd one lane it. Oh, and you'd have God. to sit behind that gate yeah. for fucking up to like 30 minutes. And that, uh, imagine that. No. Yeah. I'm already frustrated, yeah. so imagine that dude who has to shut his bike off and uh, like the whole Jesus. thing. Yeah. So we're dealing with that, and we stop at one of those, and there's a weird like, you know, and I'm like, I'm like, it doesn't feel good, and then the bike just never felt the same the whole rest of the trip. Still doesn't. Like, still something weird going on with it. Um, So, but we we get to the next stop through some of that shit, and we pull into the next gas station, and I'm like, all right, we're doing good. We had two successful like we're we're making moves. He pulls he pulls into his thing i shut off my my music and whatever and it's just like a bag of rocks pulls up next to me and i know immediately i'm like primary chain dude fuck and he's like what is that i'm like it's a fucking primary chain and he's like it's brand new and i'm like doesn't mean shit stretched out yeah i'm like meaning meaningless yeah right because yeah, yeah. i saw it at the first gas stop the yeah, condition that's right it. yeah i'm like oh and there it is. And then I look down at my chain for noise, and I lift my chain. That's and the vibration. And it's, the, it's one of the vibrations, mm-hmm. right? It does not eliminate. But I look at my chain, and then he's starting to suck air, his intake, mm. right? And you can hear his idle getting really, really crazy. And that's only one. there's only one thing, right? That's it. It's your intake. Go over, and uh, he starts the bike, and I put my hand over it, changes it. I'm like, yeah, you're sucking air. We're fucked. You know, and I'm like, so we need some RTV. That's the only fix, you know, that we've got available to us. I'm not fucking put. We have no intake manifold wrench. We got nothing. Yeah, yeah. Sucking we got through, his, through, his... through the plumber nuts. It's plumber fucking manifold junk. Turns out it had a 61 inch manifold on a 74 inch engine, and it, we were doomed. That's amazing. It ran so the, good. It, it is. Uh, it's actually, amazing. Yeah. It's a fucking amazing. 
But then we start heat the engine up. We start putting, you know, whatever on it. And at this point, by the time we hit here, we're like 700, 800 miles into this trip, right? And everything's falling apart. Like everything's gotten so hot. You could fucking light a cigarette on the engines of both of our bikes. I mean, we are pushing it to the hilt, right? Primary chain smoked. And I'm like, you know, him... You know, he's like, oh, we should fix that. I'm just looking at, like, there goes the next hour of our lives. You know, there goes all that shit. And I'm, like, looking at my own chain, and I know it's going to take 12 minutes. And I don't even want to do that. Yeah. And I'm like, fuck it. I'd run it all the way to L.A. like that and just watch it saw through my fucking chain guard and do all that. Not even fucking care. You know, because I'm like, it will get me there. You know, fuck that. It's high noon again. And there is no shade. And we have to sit where there's an empty parking lot and there's broken curbs. His bike's uphill. My bike's super low. I go over. I'm like, all right, you're sucking air. If you go into that gas station and you find our TV silicone, and then I'm fixing my chain. But then, he, you know, he goes in and I'm like sitting there for a second. And I go, I need to fix my chain. So I push my bike over the parking lot before he comes out, uh, you know, without there's no TV silicone or anything like that. I already have my bike up on blocks and it's already like half done, mm-hmm. you know, but I'm pissed because I have to pull my bag off and my tools come out for the first time. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, already know that this is putting me, just know that this, I'm already your, in a bad does, mood. Does your bag yeah. hang yeah, in my front tools, of your chain adjuster yeah, too, No, no, no. My, so you got to move that. My, That's... my bag is right fucking on my, my saddles on the left. Uh, but, but my, but my tool bag is underneath my bag because I have no sissy bar. So nah. I gotta take my whole bag off. Yeah, yeah, and then yeah. my wrench, because I refuse to, you know, like at that point, I don't know where adjusting his chain. So I have to pull my wrench out and, uh, and I have it buried because I never think I'm gonna need it. Yeah. And, uh, and it's big. It's a big fucking 12 inch wrench. So of yeah. course I don't want it. It can't fit in my tool bag. Right. Yeah. So I've got everything splayed out. It's baking sun. I've got full leather daddy. <laughs> and I'm like, jack it off. And now I'm stripped down and I've got fucking, I'm, sun beating down on me and I'm like fuck and I'm already pissed off right but start to finish adjusted 12 minutes yeah. done he rolls his bike over and he's like I, do I need to adjust this and my my first instinct is no get on that fucking bike and let's go yeah. like let's let it make noise till the next gas stop whatever but I know it needs to be adjusted right I'm like fuck it tee it up get it I'm like get it up Shit's on it's already out yeah, yeah. And I'm already I'm just already in full blown asshole mode I'm just being such a dick and I know it I know it. I mean, fuck, dude, you know it. You've been there. You've been there. And I'm hot, sweating, bald dude in the sun, wearing a leather do-rag. I'm not, I refuse to take my hat off the fucking thing because there's one more thing I'm going to have to put back on the fucking bike. So I'm leather fucking heat beating down. (laughs) I like how all the emotions coming out. Yeah. Oh my God, I'm being such a dick. I'm being the worst human being, dude. And I, you know, poor Eric. A a note to Eric, I don't know you, but we've all been there, buddy. So don't, don't worry, you're not the only one. And his bike, is leaking out of the timer and the push rod tube and there's fucking oil everywhere and yeah. it's just like you touch everything and shit and I'm like fuck I'm like fuck and his fucking his fucking wrench is slipping because he's got the che- a cheaper wrench than even I have and I'm just like what the fuck is up with this wrench he's like I bought it in a gallon but I'm so pissed and then he doesn't have an extension for his socket which means I have to go back over my bike and get an extension and then he has to use my ratchet and it's he's covered in oil covered in oil and I'm pissed about that because it's next time I gotta use it it's covered in oil and I go don't you ever use my I'm just being such a dick dude I'm being like the super dick right and he's being super patient right Mm -hmm. which is great 
And I, you know, many times in the trip, I'm like, dude, just thank you for just letting me. It's not you. It's just not you. It's just no, it's not you. It's me. This is me. I'm like, you just have to step back and let me do my thing and be mad and just understand that I, that I know this isn't your fault. Yes. I know. This is my fault. It's not you. It's me. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. I tried to say this earlier, but for, for those of you who don't know or have never ridden with Tom, you got to be 100% on your shit. And you gotta, 100%. No, otherwise, you will feel this. You yeah. got to be ahead of your shit. Yeah. That's what you got to be. Otherwise, this is what you're going to experience. Yeah. So, so, but but the, the, the problems we were experiencing were, were coming at breakneck speed and not even – like I couldn't even be sympathetic. I was just like so yeah. frustrated. You're overwhelmed. You're yeah. Overheated. Overwhelmed. And yeah. I'm overheated and I yeah. hate that. If you know me, you know I hate – Bald guys hate being in the sun. Right. We just fucking yeah. hate it. Right? Always going to get stuck in the sun. Yeah, and yeah. especially when we're wearing head-to-toe leather. Mm. Okay? It's mm-hmm. just like... Milk was a bad choice. crazy. Yeah. <laughs> so we get it up on the fucking thing, and we stretch back the transmission. We get it straight, but we are all the way back, dude. We are like maxed all out. the way back. So maxed out. The wheel back. And then... And hopefully his wife never listens to this. <laughs> but then, as we know, the next step is adjusting the rear wheel, yeah. the rear axle. Yeah. And then we realize, or I realize, that the rear axle is not the correct diameter. Mm. Yeah. Mm. And we are talking not like off by like five thousandths. We're talking like a whole three thirty seconds of an inch. Really? And, yeah. yeah. And we have just done 800 miles and everything. Yes. like. It's like insane. Hollering around. And I'm like, I'm adjusting the chain. And we had done this before. We did this in Winnemucca. We did a little bit of adjustments on our bike. And we were really optimistic because we had to do a big day the next day, right? And uh, we're in Winnemucca and we're kind of doing some things to our bikes. And uh, and, uh, we do a little chain adjustment. And for some reason, I don't notice notice it, right? But by the time we get down there and we're in the baking sun – and I'm seeing. It's we because did the last it's because now you have the rear tire right. off the ground. When and you made that minor adjustment, you no, probably no, no, no. We had, it was off the ground. It was, but okay. I just didn't notice it. Right. Yeah. And I grabbed the fucking wheel. What the fuck is going on here? And I grabbed the spacer, and the spacer's moving. Like we're talking like clink, 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 clink. Jesus. And I'm like, and the axle nuts off. I'm like what the fuck? Grab that thing, yank it out, grease just, on it. And it is like, I grab the spacer, drop it on, it's like, ging, 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 ging. put it, the spacer's off and the wheel's hanging by the inner spacer, you know, and I slide it through, go, 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 slide it all the way through, grab the threads on the other side, ging, 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 ging. totally wrong. And I'm like, way. what the fuck? I can't even believe it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I can't even believe it. He goes, man, I go, what the fuck is going on with this axle? And he goes, man, I thought that was loose. And loose. I'm like, I'm like, oh my God. And I'm like, scared. You know, that were you going through much. corners and shit? Was oh, he yeah, not yes, doing yes. this? And I'm starting to think, and I'm Why like, it all slow. flashes through. Why no, he's no, no, going slow? He goes, he goes, he goes, man, I thought that was loose. And I'm like, have you felt anything weird? He goes, no, nah, there's like a weird vibration or whatever. But the axle, when we pull it out, has grease on it with his fingerprints still on it. Absolutely nowhere, no evidence that anything had ever made contact with it. It was crazy. Weird. Like, almost like it was floating. Oh. Oh, well, if it you have the inner spacer on the hub attached to... Yeah, but if the whole thing was riding just on the inner spacer, that's kind of impossible. But but does do, does the the locators, the slot in the in the axle, did that fit in the other side? 
Like, does it, did that fit? Well, the slot, yeah, of course, the slot locked in the axle plate. Dude, yeah, he was yeah. just floating then. He was floating. He was floating, floating the whole time. But every time he shifted, every time he braked, yeah. there would be a boom, 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 yeah. boom, right? Oh, my God. Right. I have one of those, but that's my break. I mean, that's yeah. fucking crazy. <laughs> yeah. So at that point, we look each other in the eyes, and I'm like, dude, I mean, for a lot of dudes, this would be like a game over moment. I'm like, are you comfortable at this moment? Like, and he's like, he goes, how could the, how could this work? And I'm like, I don't have the answers for you. Like, apparently it picks a, you know, once it's on load and it picks that thing, it's just riding on that edge. And he's yeah. like, I'm like, are you, do you want to keep going? And, he, and I'm like, otherwise this thing's on a tow truck and we're done. And he's like, yeah, let's go. Did you look, did you look at it in the fender? Was it kicked over to one side or the other when it would, was, when it was Not really, there? dude. I mean, what's crazy is when we tightened it up, it was hard. It was really, the reason why I noticed it because it was so hard to adjust the brake cam and the chain tension when I tightened everything up because it would like move so much. I think right? the I think the pressure you were putting between the race and and the uh, now you got me thinking about my fucking rear axle. Like, I kind of does that. <laughs> it was literally crazy. So we so we leave. We get it. We get it to a point where we're happy and we yeah. leave. Yeah. Right. And we're riding, but then every mile from there on out, I'm just looking at his rear wheel. Yes. And I'm thinking, you know, That's and I'm just like, I'm just you. thinking to myself, I'm like, am I being like the most irresponsible human being in the world right now? Not I'm like, a good friend. Like, are, I'm not, you yeah. know, and I'm like, is Eric, do, you know, but he was safe. Yeah, it's just, it's just crazy, you know, and then you start getting in your own head and I can't, I, you know, I know Eric was thinking about it too. Yeah. But we were thinking about, we wanted to win yeah dude, dude. we wanted victory dude yeah, and victory tell. meant go yeah right <laughs> victory means go dude and so in that moment i mean i could not i mean i salute you i mean 800 like, miles yeah it's yeah kind of working yeah and we had a lot of miles to go but i didn't spend one more mile without thinking about it you yeah know? And so so we keep rolling and uh and we're doing pretty good and then uh the the next thing to go was the God. I can't. Now I'm getting mixed up. Fuel. But then, but then, but then, the no. So before that, the clutch rod snaps again, and the zip ties don't work, and we have to stop in burns, and we do that whole thing. And you get the get chain, chain and we yeah, do all, yeah. Did I already talk about that? Yeah. You said okay. you got a chain. Right. Yeah. Got chain. Right. 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 So we do that. Then we have the primary chain issue, whatever, and then we we get to win a mucka. And we have ambitious goals, right? We're in Winnemucca, and that was kind of after all that stuff happened. And I was like, all right, we got a big day. We're going to do it, and we're both optimistic. And then we leave, and we get to the second gas stop. And we're, we're banging. Everything's good. And that's when I look under his bike as we're getting ready to go, and there's just a liquid spot. Mm. And it's oil, but it's lightweight. Like, what the fuck? And it's dripping fast. Yeah. Like, what the fuck is that? And that's when I look. This tank. Oh, the tank. And I the see, tank finally went. <laughs> and I see. Molded tank. That the petcock and the crack in the tank, and we are losing fuel. Yeah. And we can't stop it. You, you've so done like, if, and now it's in, when. And I'm like, and we had stopped at this gas station, and when we left the gas station, really the only reason we turned around was because I passed a sign that said, no gas for the next 120 miles. Yeah. Right? And so we turn around, and when we turn around to go to the gas station, he goes, we need to go to the hardware store, because at that point, we had realized that something else had broken on his bike. I can't, 
remember where it was because I'm just in a in a daze about everything. It's a and lot we, to keep track. Yeah, of. yeah, it's yeah. so crazy. And then we're we're dealing with the gas thing, and I'm like, all right. And it's a molded in tank for everybody that doesn't know. This is a molded in tank. All right. So if you've ever if you're a chop dog and you've ever ridden with a posse of choppers and somebody has a molded in tank, tell them they can't come on the trip. <laughs> okay. Just know that. And I've been in that situation before, and yeah. I just should have known better that we should have had a plan B out before we even left. We should have had a plan B, right? Yeah. And so I know that the success rate of fixing a molded tank is 0%. Not 1%. It's not a different 5%. bike at that point. It's no, a zero. Bike. Yeah. It's zero yeah. percent. And so I'm like, all right, well, we're going to go to this hardware store, and this is our only, like, we are, we, this is a Hail Mary. I've seen it work, but but this is not over. Like, it's this is not a fix that's going to get us all the way. It, it would be a miracle yeah. from God. Yeah. You know? And so we get the JB weld out. We get the brake parts cleaner. We get all these things. We prep the tank. We oh JB weld God, the RTV this... silicone. We pull the pet cock. We that... do all the stuff. We put it all together. And, and I'm just watching the clock tick. And it's high noon. There's not a fucking shadow in place. We have to actually pull it into the the wood storage area where we can just kind of get in there. I'm already hot, already frustrated, leather daddy, fucking pissed off, yeah. jackets off, fucking do rags off. Do rags off. Is, is yeah. this, day three now? this is now day this is Thursday and we are trying to get here. Yeah. Trying to get and this out. is when I text you the first time. Yeah. And I go, yo, worst case. We're we're way out. Likelihood of us getting there is slim to none and I leave you a voicemail. And you might want to work that into this edit somehow, my oh, voicemail, have, if you have I my think voicemail. I have that. Yeah. And I'm like, I think we're fucked, but we're going, we're giving it the best we can, but we are fucked, you know. And I'm they're, like They're they're in independence. No, this is not. We're not even oh, yeah, close got to independence. To independence. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, we we do the fix and we're out of there. I want to say it takes us about an hour and 10 minutes. We put the gas in the tank, and uh, it holds. Then we leave, and we go to get this gas, and it already starts to leak. And I'm like, fuck, dude. And I go, all right, well, here's our option, dude. Uh, we can jump, we can jam rags in there, and we can roll, but we got you got to be monitoring the rags, and we need to be very... I go, once that rag gets full, you got to be monitoring it because we are... You're you're a lit fuse right now. Yeah. yeah, you are a lit fuse right now. Yeah, it's fucking crazy. yeah. And I'm like, you will fucking burn your bike. To the yeah, ground. and I'm like, we are a lit fuse. And I'm like, but monitor the rags. And if we got to pull over, I'm like, but we need to like, we want to keep going. This is the way we're doing it. And every gas stop, we're gonna look at it. We're gonna replace it with new rags. We're gonna buy new rags. We're gonna do it. But we can limp this fucker all the way there with this system. I've seen it done. Yeah. But we have to be on it because if we're not. And we lose it for even a second. We could lose it. This thing could just go up. Yeah. And once it's going, we ain't stopping. You could you it. could done. start a fucking yeah. forest fire. We are done. We could do right? Yeah. And so he's like, "Yep." Grabs his fucking like microfiber thing. He jams it in there. He tapes it on, and we hit the road, and we start going. And we buy. Uh, we get to this uh, to this stop. We hit a point where we're uh, we hit our second point where we're we are going to run out of reserve fuel, um, and. Uh, Fuck, now I'm getting all jumbled up. This is so irresponsible. Lot, I love it. There's a lot that happens. Oh, it's yeah. so crazy. So I'm getting jumbled up, and I'm going to miss some stuff and just fuck it. So I'll just keep going from there. So so we're, we are a lit fuse on wheels right now, and, uh, and I'm scared. 
I'm scared. I got a real axle issue for her. Mm-hmm. And this is my buddy, and I'm a road captain, dude. Mm-hmm. And I'm fucking blowing it. I'm yeah. I'm blowing it. And yeah. I'm scared. If that rear wheel comes up, that's going to be a fireball. Right, going and down I'm the fucking road. scared. <laughs> but I'm trying to keep it cool. And I and I, but I know. <laughs> but in my heart of hearts, I know what these bikes are capable of, and I know that if we are monitoring these issues, we can do it. And we know when to say, we know when to throw in the towel. Yeah. Right? And so we keep going, and we make it all the way to the tr- the uh, the uh, Indian Res fuel stop two miles out of Independence. Mm-hmm. Right? And uh, we pull over, we're gassing up, and we're, we're just sick. We're 17 miles from Lone Pine. Okay, and this I know Lone Pine me. from like yeah. from like runs we've done, and I just know the town. And I'm like, okay, cool. And it's still we still have like f- four hours of light left. And uh, well, no, that gets I called. Yeah, we get into this. We yeah. get in. So we're we're fueled up. Puts all the gas in his fucking tank. We're fueled up, and uh, and I fire my bike up. He fires his bike up. I pull around. I'm waiting for him to pull out, and. Uh, and then he stops me, and he pulls his bike around and backs it up into a parking spot. I'm like, oh, God, what the fuck, dude? What the fuck are we doing now, dude? And he comes out with a bunch of rags, and then he pulls up to me, and he goes, dude, I'm leaking gas again. And I'm look- And then I look down at this leak, and we are – this is bad. Yeah, pouring gas. Pouring gas, right? Yeah. And, uh, and uh, I'm like, fuck. So we pull off to – there's like a little – there's a river right there, like or it's not normally a river. It's just a, like a little catch basin, but there's so much runoff coming from the snowmelt that like it's a full blown like you know river. Pull over to that, and fuel is ro- leaking out of this bike so fast, like it's unstoppable, right? So I'm like, all right, well we we've got to catch all this fuel as much as we can. So we take empty. We uh, he goes and gives the two spare gallons. He has a gallon and a quarter in a gallon tank from that 120 mile spot where we needed that much fuel to get through. Mm-hmm. And uh, and he goes and gives them to cars so they're empty. And then he comes over and we're le- leaking fuel so bad. I've just got the bike tipped over and it's just pouring out of the bike, just fucking pouring out, right? And uh, and then he gets over. We loosen the nuts. Petcock's all fucking loose. And at this point, I know tank is done. Tank is a non, not no longer an option. We're done. It's retired, right? And uh, so I know we have to get a jerry can bung, and we need supplies. And we're in the middle of fucking nowhere, and I don't know anything about Lone Pine. And so uh, we undo the fuel lines. He has empty gas tanks, and we start draining the fuel. And I'm like, we're this is a game over. We need to get a tow truck, and we need to get to Lone Pine. I call you, and I'm thinking he needs to tow truck to L.A., and I'm going to try to get to L.A. and get reinforcements and get everything we need so we can try to fix this bike. I call you and you go, oh, Lone, like your independence, Lone Pine, call, we need to call fucking Napa Dave. Mm-hmm. Call Napa Dave. I get on the horn with him. Yeah, but unfortunately, Napa Dave out of town. is not in town. So we don't have access to his vintage Harley stuff, but we do. So the axle is not a fix. We can't fix that. Intake manifold's not a fix, can't fix that. But we've got the intake manifold RTV to the point where it's not, it's still running good, right? Mm-hmm. And we're going, we can only go 58, 60 miles an hour, so we're not burning a hole in a piston at that speed, you know? Not not without, not with the seal we got going on now. Like, it's idling. The bike's idling pretty they good. They all leak a yeah, little bit. Right, exactly. Yeah. It's a plumber manifold, for yeah, crying out loud. Yeah, yeah. So, so, uh, 
get on the horn with Napa Dave. Napa Dave's like, go go in there, but you got to get in there because my guy, like, you know, it's starting to get late. I'm like, dude, I'm I'm fucking, I think I'm 27 miles. I'm like, dude, I'm on my bike. I can get there in 27 minutes, dude. Like, we're good. And he's like, all right, we'll get there fast. So we drain all Eric's gas out. He gets on the horn with AAA. He says they have a truck coming. I'm like, all right, I'm going to Napa. I'm going to set up a, uh, a I'm going to get everything we need. I go text me with everything you think we need. We go. I jump on my fucking bike. Bam, going 80 miles an hour, fucking loving every minute of it. Get there in fucking 10 minutes. It's, it's, it's 17 miles away, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. And I am fucking wow. And uh, call Freddie's number on the thing. He comes down. And uh, instead of waiting for Eric, I just decided to buy the gallon of gas and do it right there. I go, you got a drill? And I'm thinking, so Freddie, fucking total G. Love yeah. this guy. Yeah. Just fucking awesome. Totally willing to help. He works at Napa. All those, all those yeah. guys who yeah. work there are the shit. Yeah. Total fucking place. G. Total G. So he gets me all the stuff. We get all the fittings. And then we need to get rid of the uh, the uh, inline fuel, the Harley fuel filter that comes off the linker because there's no way we can use that with like hose or whatever. So we eliminate that. So we need a million fittings to make it to a barb fitting. So whatever. Yeah. We get all the stuff. Rig it together. I get it all done there in the shop before Eric's even gotten picked up by the tow truck. JB Weld is hardening. I put it on my bike. I go to Jake's saloon, and I'm fucking three vodka tonics deep before he even unloads the truck. <laughs> he gets us a hotel at the fucking uh, Econo Lodge right there. It's fucking, it's fucking 90 bucks. Yeah. And it's a super clean, super nice, yeah. awesome hotel. Love Lone Pine. Yeah. Love Lone, Lone Pine's Pine. rad. Yeah. Yeah. He comes in. Tank's already done. And I'm like, all right, we're going to go back to the uh, uh, place. We're getting all the things done that we need to do, and the only thing we need to do tomorrow is just you'll wake up early, you'll pack your bag, you'll strap your tank, and then just wake me up, and I'll get my thing. So he wakes up at fucking 5 in the morning, lets me sleep. He goes and gets his food. He goes and gets his coffee, all the things that he needs. He loads up his bag. He does all his things. And I, you know, I'm in and out of consciousness, you know, but I'm exhausted. Mm-hmm. So I slept through the whole thing. And then he goes, he comes in the room and he goes, all right, 30 minute warning, dude. He goes, I was going to let you sleep so I could yell at you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I fucking love yeah. this guy. Yeah. I was That's like, all right, great. thank you. Yeah. And so packs up his thing. He gets the fuel hose hooked up, hooks it up and we're fucking, it works and we're on the road. But we forgot because uh, it's been so long since I've had to do it about the vapor or the air. Oh, vapor so lock. We, we forgot yeah. to snap the red thing out of the thing and drill a hole. <laughs> so you thing. were seizing so we a leave, bit, but yeah. we have two stops right at the gate. He drills the hole, but then he uh, we forget about the the red thing that you press in, in and do can. all that. Yeah. So he gets that. We uh, we cut it out. We knock all that shit out. Then we put the thing back together and we're on the road, yeah. right? And uh, and so and we're making great time. We're making fucking great time. And I'm thinking, I'm really optimistic, right? And everything's good. And we are 52, because at that point, we're 200 and, I want to say like 210 miles from LA. Yeah. And uh, and so we get 52 miles away. Because at this point, you're not trying to come here anymore. You're trying to go yeah. to the chuck. No, no, no. That was, get, that was do, a done deal. And, and that night, I called Eric Espinosa, Mr. E-Cycles, the big dog uh, <laughs> in LA, Cody at Hog Supply, yeah. the other big dog. Yeah. And I'm like, Cody, we're in emergency. We need this. We need that. He goes, call Eric. Eric's going to have all that shit. I got the lift. I got the tools. Perfect. Roll it in, dude. Yeah. He goes, I'm going to be out of here at noon, but no matter what, we got you sorted. I'll give you the code. I'll leave the key. Like, you're dialed. Yeah. 52 miles out, I send a text, and I'm like, we are one side of the road gas stop away, yeah. right? And I know we're going to run out of gas 
in probably the worst spot possible because at this point we are in Los Angeles, yeah, right? Yeah. And there's no uh, good place for that. Yeah, there you. really isn't, yeah. you know. And so I stay behind him, and, and he's like, "What are we gonna do?" Because uh, er- Eric's sensitive about those types of things, and I and I think it's good to be sensitive about that because side of the road action on a bike with distracted driving is crazy. I mean, you can get fucking one person to look away and you can get fucking wiped and not even see it coming, dude. Right. Exactly. So I get it. And there's all kinds of junk on the side of the road and that can be what gives you that. It sucks. It sucks, especially in Los Angeles. Right. And so we know that we're going to get fucked. Right. And, uh, and so right before we leave that gas station and I'm stoked, I'm like, dude, here we are. And it's like 11 o'clock. Dude, and I'm like, dude, great. we're going to get there. Yeah. We're going to get there before Cody leaves at noon. And this is going to be great. And I just start looking. I fuel up. And I'm like, ready to go. And I look under his bike again. Pool. Oh, no. And the gas is running out. And our bikes are so fucking hot. Because we've done three gas stops oh, with no man. issues. And the gas pouring out of the carburetor. And I'm like, holy shit. And it's like, we are within 10 degrees of the flashpoint of this fuel. And I'm grabbing rags, grabbing, you know, thank God it was a gas station that had the paper towels, oh, yeah. you know, a lot and of not them don't. one that didn't. Yeah, yeah. And we are jamming them in there, and he doesn't see the sizzle, but I am freaking out, oh, yeah. dude. Freaking out, dude. And I'm like, holy fucking shit. And I'm looking at the carburetor, and I can't figure out, it's coming uh, it coming out of the wheat, but it's also coming out of the bowl. It looks like it's coming out of the lower bowl nut. I can't tell if, we, if the bowl's cracked. I don't know what the fuck's going on, but we can't stop it. We have no pet cock. We have no nothing. So oh, I'm shit. Like, yeah. I'm like, shit, fucking grab the fucking uh, uh, vice grips. And so so he pulls out the things, gets the vice grips on it, but there's still tons of fucking fuel in the bowl, right? Right. Like, And so we roll, but it's, you know, we have to get away from the pump. Because it's a busy fucking gas station in L.A. County. Like, we're fucking... It's busy as shit. Yeah. And so we roll it over by the bathroom where there's a little bit of shade. And I'm... Because I'm like, I refuse to do any work on any bike in the sun. In the sun. Yeah. Right? I just refuse. Yeah. You know? Leather daddy. Bald daddy. Right, except for the last three times. Right. right except yeah. for the last... Look at under time. I'll just wait, wait for right. sunset and right. work yeah. on this. Right. And I'm freaking out because I'm seeing the victory line. I'm like, this is fucking Murphy's yeah. Law. I'm just like... Yeah. Fuck! And you at can this point, smell I'm like, I'm like, yo, dude. Point. We pull it over, and and I'm like, fuck, dude, I don't know. And Eric's like, what is it crack bowl? And I'm like, I don't know. I don't fucking know what it is, dude. Yeah. But it's leaking out of this bowl. It looks like it's leaking between the bowl and the fucking thing. And all we have is a stupid fucking crescent wrench. And then we have to take all this shit apart. We got no petcock. We undo the fucking thing. Gas starts pouring out. It is. This bike is so fucking hot. And then I'm turning wrenches, burning my fingers on everything. And I'm pissed. Yeah. Because I fucking hate this bike now, yeah, dude. Yeah. I'm like, fuck you. Fuck this bike. Like, yeah. and I'm getting the fuels getting in my fucking cuticles. I yeah. made the stupid burning. mistake of cutting my nails before I left. And yeah. it's in there. It's fucking burning my fucking hands. And I'm like, fucking so pissed. And I'm so hot. And I'm so over it. And I'm just like, fuck. So... I, we get the fuel line off and there's fucking fuel leaking out and I go, give me some fucking towels. And it's just not stopping the fuel. I can't stop it. You know, it's coming out of the bowl and we've eliminated the tank, but I just can't stop. Like there's, it's just like, you never realize how much, how much fuel, fuel is, is in, in a, a bowl, bowl, dude. Yeah, Especially yeah. when your bike is like fucking on fire, dude. Yeah. And it's yeah. pouring out and every time it hits every droplet, Oh, and you and you're right there. So if it goes up, it's like boom. Yeah, you're fucking Good done. Night. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm not getting third degree you're burns covered for this in fucking bike by dude. this point too. And I'm pissed, dude. Yeah. And I'm fucking over it. And I snap. 
This is the moment I snap, right? All right. Not completely. As I say to Eric later, I go, if I really snapped, I wouldn't be here. Yeah. I'm still here. Yeah. <laughs> so I unloosen the bowl nut, but this fucking crescent wrench that slips, it's so cheap, it slips, it's whatever. And I'm burning, every time I turn, I burn my hand and I unlock it. Fuel's pouring everywhere and we don't have enough rags to keep up with it. And now it's pouring out and fucking sizzling. And I can't, it's going everywhere. And we have the exhaust pipes right below it. And now it's making its way down there and it's hitting those. And, and I know the pipes are hotter than the engine and the, it's not exploding on the engine. But boy, if we start getting down there, we could yeah, be in danger. Right, thing. exactly. Yeah. And it's burning my hands and we don't have enough rags. And I'm jamming the rags on their in their paper so they fill up so fast. And then they start leaking Sponge. and we're running out. And I have to throw them and then there's not enough rags to replace them. So every time I throw them, it's... Yeah. And I'm like, fucking get the fucking rags. And he's not running fast enough. He couldn't have ever ran fast. Ja- Jackie Joyner, Kersey couldn't have ran fast enough <laughs> without getting yelled at. So it didn't even matter who he was, dude. Like... He would have never been fast enough for me at that yeah. time. I was so pissed off. He gets the rags. We jam them in there. And then finally all the fuel is out. And we get that. That risk is eliminated, right? And uh, I pull the whole bowl apart. We're looking at the bowl. I'm looking at the float. And what's happening at this point is we have our reserve. We have no fuel on and off. His bike is uphill, six over, leaning a lot like the Polos does. Mm-hmm. And the, the, the float... Just it can't hold seal it. Up. And it just can't, and it's just yeah. starting to pour out because we have no way to turn the fucking fuel off. Yeah. So it's probably been doing that the whole fucking the whole time. time. It's probably been going into your cylinders. Right, all right, right, right. Too. So yeah. now it's just to the point where it's just decided to just pour out of the carburetor when the engine is hotter than it's ever been. Yeah. And so I'm like, fuck. So I pull the whole thing apart, can't figure out what it is, not using logic or reason. I glue the whole thing apart, put it all back together. Bowl's not cracked, floats okay. Everything's working. And I'm like, fuck, dude. And then we seal it all up. He, we put the gas back in the fucking thing. And what do I do? Like a fucking idiot. I go, well, we need to top this thing off because I want to get as far as we can. And he goes, I got to go in and, and uh, get, some, get something, uh, like either water or something like that. And, uh, and I'm like, well, I'm going to top this thing off. So I take my little half-gallon thing off my bars. I go straight to his fuel tank. Oh, I open the, f- the cap, I pour it in, and it fucking starts pouring out on my leg because I forget that the fucking tank isn't fucking where we put the gasoline. It is pouring out on this hot engine, and it's fucking going everywhere. And I'm like, holy shit! And I roll it over to the sand, and I'm leaning the bike over, and he's in the gas station, and it's pouring out. But I have the bike, and I'm trying to hold this fucking thing out so it stays away, and it's pouring out. Oh, my and God. And it's everywhere, Tom. all over my pants, all over everything, and I'm trying to lean this fucking bike, and I'm just like, and it's, and now I'm in the sun, I'm getting fucking cooked, and I'm all this fucking thing up, and I'm now covered in fuel. <laughs> and he comes out, and he looks at me, he's like, what are you doing? And I'm like, this is Don't the ask. biggest fuck up of my life. <laughs> and he's like, standing there, and I go, I was going to top you off, and where did I put the fuel? I poured it right in your gas tank. And he's like, what, was it empty? And I'm like, he's like, is it leaking again? And I go, no, in your gas tank. <laughs> yeah, with no pet cock, just an open <laughs> And he's like, he just goes, and this is a satisfying moment for him. He's like, Tom, you fucking idiot. You know? He didn't say that, but I looked him in the eyes and I knew in his mind, he was like, you gotcha. fucking dumb. Exactly. I gotcha. And I, you know, and for a moment there, I was like, I know you love this. Yeah, I know you love this, dude. You just kind of smile.
smiling. Yeah, he's smiling around. He goes, he just starts laughing. And I'm like, okay, okay. I'm like, all right. I'm like, all the fuel is out. I'm like, we're good. I'm like, so I'll pour the rest of it in the actual tank I should have poured it in. Oh, my God. That's Top hilarious. Him off. Top him off. And, uh, and the thing is sealing. It's holding. Yeah. Well, then it starts leaking again, right? It starts leaking again. But it, but this time, since we're sealed up everywhere, he sees it's coming out of the, the, the overflow. Yeah, yeah the yeah. vent. And uh, and so we stand the bike up, and it stops. But the engine's still so hot that it's sizzling again. So we jam the rags under there, and that's when I'm like, dude, this thing's either going on a fucking truck right now, and you're going, I'm fucking out of here. But so I go grab your fucking vice grips, shut it off, and we're just riding. Yeah. And you just take a look at it, and every time we have to pull over, just get those vice grips out, and we'll shut the fuel off. Yeah. And just get some rags under there. And if it's leaking, we fucking deal with it. But we are literally home right now. Like, yeah. let's do it. So, fires it up. We we roll and uh, we get out of there. And uh, and we 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 obviously run out of gas in a very shitty spot to run out of gas. But you put it in the right tank this time. Yes, right? yes, yeah. he okay. did. Okay. He is now. I am no longer putting fuel in tanks for anybody. <laughs> that job has been eliminated from my resume. Right. So. So we get, we pull over, it's a city spot, super busy, cars, tractor, fucking ripping, we're on a six laner, and debris fucking everywhere, everything you could even, and now all I'm thinking about is flat tires, I'm like, God is going to fucking, you know, I'm not a very spiritual person, but I was like, if there was ever a time they were going to give me a flat, it's right fucking now, and most likely it's going to be me. Yeah, and then it's going to be like karma. my fucking problem. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, because I at this point I deserve some. I have some karmic balance to deal with. Yeah. <laughs> Eric knows it. I know it. You know. So we fill up, and we are on the home stretch. And I, we, we, you know, he's filling up, and I text him, and I go, "Dude, gonna be there in fucking thirteen minutes." We fucking roll in, and we roll into a packed house at the Chun. Dude, all these dudes from Canada had rolled in, and it was just, it was like fucking just a sigh of relief you know? coming you home knew, it was like coming home dude yeah. you know because the first time i rolled in the chun when grossman and davy and uh it was grossman davy and you that lived there and uh it all these out-of-towners and fucking it was just it just reeked of that you yeah. know and so immediately all the anger all the frustration gone yeah. you know and I texted Eric when we left because Eric uh, Espinosa said, um, uh, and that's Eric. Who the fuck is who the fuck is Eric on Instagram? And uh, and uh, he goes, text me when you're 30 out. I'm rolling out with the stuff. So Eric pulls in uh, just shortly after we get out there. We'd gotten the bike up on the lift. He pulls in. We pull out all the shit, and I'm just like in full blown mode. Like I'm like, all right, first thing, degrease this bike, get on it. Cause there's nothing worse than working on a bike that's yeah. fucking covering oil. So we start doing it. We knock it out. Eric brings all the shit out. We fucking pull everything. out. He's got everything we need. First thing, pull that rear axle. Fucking we all, everybody in that shop is like, whoa. what the fuck? Yeah. Whoa. You know, and they're, you know, Eric's got balls of steel. 1,400 miles, man. Yeah, yeah. At that point we are 1,400 miles into yeah, that trip. That's some shit, that is a wild fucking factoid right so dude 12 o'clock by 4 30 bike is done off off the lift even the tank no tank we bypass that is a done never i'm never looking at that fucking gas tank again yeah, like, yeah. it's, it's, it's <laughs> yeah, eliminated yeah, yeah. let me see do you right. have a picture of this fucking bike yeah 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 i still haven't seen this thing yeah so yeah you hold them i, I need I to actually, see what this thing looks like i'm so curious 
It's like the bike from hell. I think I saw a picture of it on the road disassembled in many pieces, but never really know. I don't really can't comprehend what it looks like together. I want to see what the coolest chopper looks like. Oh, it's pretty fucking cool, dude. All right. It goes to show you. 53 FLE. When do you think it was chopped? Like, was it 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 deck 60? Oh, it's 71. Okay. 70 chopper. Early 70s. How is there all these fucking flies in here all of a sudden? Dude, there's a buttload. Where did of flies these come from? Outside. I guess the wind. Because your door is open. I mean, that's a cool. Thing <sighs> that's a cool chopper. Let me see. Yeah, hold on a second. I need a minute. I need a minute with this. Is that how he was running it? Like, what? is it? Is this? So this is before the tank. This is back in Seattle. Sure, sure. This is before you guys left. Obviously, yeah. there's nothing on the bike. Yeah, and you see the the coiled up fuel line. It's got it's got some killer. I mean, it's such it's such a cool bike. And there's ne- as far as I'm concerned, there's never been anything that cool up in Washington. Like I mean, that's cool. It's a I mean, cool that's fucking a very bike. California looking. Yeah, shop. absolutely. Yeah, that was stealing the show back in the in the I mean, Washington absolutely. days. I mean, that's a, that's a cool bike for I sure. Mean, it's cool. Oh yeah. And he looks fucking dude. Cool how can on you it. lose one of those headlights and not know it? I don't know. That's, That's still wild. one of the biggest mysteries. He of the lost trip, a headlight. Right? Oh yeah, the, in the, the first the first, first gas stop. Yeah, gone. So it was a short notice. No, fucking thing fell off. Shorted the bike out. That was the first stop. Oh. Yeah, it looks mean. I like the stance. So we get into the chun. Eric pulls up. Fucking lock the bike up. We walk up the street to get fucking tacos at Leo's Taco Truck, right? And we sit down to eat our tacos, and we see a three-car pileup right there where the car abandons. The totals, the totals all three cars, the one Welcome car takes LA, off. Tom. And I was like, we need to get the fuck out of here, dude. <laughs> so we go back to the shop. We have not fired the bike up and test-ridden the clutch. We have a brand-new clutch pack, brand-new primary chain, brand-new axle, brand-new intake manifold, brand-new fucking – we've rebuilt the carburetor. We struggled with some of that stuff because the fucking Venturi so loose, whatever. We've got um, – what else did we do? We've got uh, – Rear chain adjustment. Pedal. New pedal. Oh, oh yeah. We we had to adjust the the linkage. Um, man, there's some other little odds and ends that we had to do. Oh, push he did all push rod tube seals because we were leaking out of one of them. Fucking a bunch of shit, right? Then put it all back together. And I'm just, you know, Murphy's Law is a son of a bitch, right? So I'm like, oftentimes when you're trying to fix everything and you do everything brand new on a bike like this and it's supposed to be fixed does yeah. not mean it's fixed. No. We switched from a three finger to a five finger because the three finger we had was fucked. Race was fucked when we took it apart. And Cody was like, yo, I got this five finger. You can just have it. And I hate five fingers, yeah, but I like, like yeah. So I was like, oh, and I said to this, I go, I mean, I can't remember if I hate five fingers because I've had an experience with them and I didn't like it. Or if I'm a purist and I just hate five fingers because they're not correct for the bike. I'm like, I can't really remember, but this might bite us in the ass. And we've rebuilt this clutch, not with a mom modern clutch pack but with a brand new oem style clutch pack so we're still three and a half and three and i'm like uh you know whatever blah 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 blah. so we get it all put back together we have all the right springs in we have a new pressure plate we have the whole fucking the whole nine whatever and i'm just thinking what's gonna bite us in the ass the clutch is gonna not work right and we're just gonna be stuck here and i'm trying to get to the part i'm just trying to get to the party dude yeah i'm over it i'm done dude i'm trying to get the party and i'm trying to get the hotel and i'm just trying 
to chill. Yeah. Right. And I want my net, my biggest ride for the next two days to be from the Marriott to born free. Yeah. Which is fucking 10 minutes. Yeah. 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 So we fire the bike up. The gods are on our side. He brings it back and he's like, we could tighten that clutch up a little bit, but all we had to do was turn the nuts in a little bit. We're probably like three threads in and he's riding. He's like, it works great. Let's go. Intake manifold sealed up good. We let the bike get hot. We cranked on the nuts, but it's sealed up. Did you do anything with, all right, I know the tank is done, but did you just keep your fucking Yeah, what did you ghetto, do, put the spare on, keep your, the spare on it? Yeah, we or? kept the spare on it, Okay, and uh, and it was working fine, and our pet cock was the vice grips. Okay. That was right. it. Cool. So that was hey, how we were rolling. Street, hey, street it worked great. Yeah, yeah, it worked great. Yeah. And uh, and so we got it all done. We got her buttoned up. He fired it up. He gave some test rips. He's like, fucking feels great. And I'm like, all right, let's go to fucking Irvine or fucking Costa Mesa or where we're going. We pull in. That's when I realized my headlight is dead. And uh, so we stop. Before we get there, we stop at one auto parts store, try to get a headlight. Of course, nobody fucking has five-inch headlights in California, which is so interesting to me. But yeah. but uh, we pull into the dice party after 1400 and change, and we roll right in there. And first person we see is Dean, and he's he has no idea we came down. And he's like, what the fuck and we just get embraced he goes bring he we pull in i tell him that we rode all the way down from seattle and he's looking at this dude and i go that bike right there has been in a living room since 1985 and he bought it two weeks ago and we just rode it all the way down from seattle he looks at eric and he's like are you fucking kidding me and eric's got that look like you know he's not lying to you because he just we're both wearing it on our faces like yeah. we're both exhausted yeah. and he, at this point like that is some road dog shit. But, like yeah, you know what I'm saying? Sure. To be Anybody, able to that's do that the persistence. Gone on a fucking yeah. Ride on one of these old bikes for any substantial amount, you know, like yeah. a couple of states or whatever, yeah. and you run into fucking some some of the trips. Very rarely, nothing happens bad. But once very so one, rare. Every once of these, every once in a while, you hit a trip like this where fucking everything happens right. bad, and it is miserable. And here's the thing: I'm I'm forgetting like five to seven breakdowns that yeah. I just can't remember, right? And uh, that were major. Yeah. We're not talking like, oh, yeah, you know, the bikes are running, oh, fix that. No, we're talking major breakdowns every time. And we, he kept a positive attitude the whole time, which is a difficult thing to do with me. Yeah. But I told him at one point, I was like, you know, it's amazing that you're, that you're dealing with this so well because, like, you know, once I have affected somebody and turned them, flipped them, then we're doomed, right? Yeah. And he, and he... He worked with it well, and 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 hats off to Eric. I mean, it's just fucking incre- you need the, incredible. You need the yin and the yang sometimes, yeah. you know. And you got to be tough. You got to be tough as nails to yeah. pull that trip off. Yeah. Whether you were doing the wrenching or yeah. somebody, it doesn't matter. Like just to deal with that level of continuous. Do you think? Do you think problem. he'd do it again? I think he would. That's awesome. I think he then would. then that's a road dog, man. Yeah. I mean, I think he would. Yeah. I mean, he wanted to ride back, but I was like, yo, dude, I'm not riding back. <laughs> There's no fucking way. I'll tell you what, you know? if, he, if he does ride back, he's going to have everything worked out by the time he does get yeah. back. I mean, that's the only way you learn. That is yeah. the only way you learn because most of those yeah. problems don't poke their head out for a thousand miles. Yeah. yeah. So, so, so we get to the dice party. And uh, Dean's like, roll these bikes inside right now. We roll them inside. And, uh, and it's just like... Yeah, you know. Oh, that feels great. Yeah, yeah. and that I mean that's great. that's it. That's the born free story. I mean, there's some other stories I I I could tell, but like at this yeah. point, that's enough. Anybody needs to know, and and I'm about to. It's the soonest. The, the, 
the latest story. Yeah, yeah. and uh, and so I left. Uh, we had a blast at the show. Um, you know, we just fucking couldn't like I couldn't have had more fun. Roller dudes had uh, Eric's bike in front of their booth. So if you were at the roller booth, the bike we're talking about uh, uh, is um, uh, is was in front of the roller booth next to the giveaway knucklehead. It was the beautiful uh, magenta panhead with the molded in tank and fucking the spool wheel and it's just killer fucking bike um and a spare gas tank spare gas tank tank hanging from it yeah exactly exactly you can't miss miss it it. right and uh and we had a blast and uh and uh you know on sunday i fucking at 650 i fired the drew's bike back up fucking jammed out here got here right as the sun was setting yeah and, uh, I heard you coming the yeah. whole way. <laughs> and my boy Todd and my my favorite girl Nick had my fucking bed ready. That's right. Made me sausage and asparagus. That's how we do. It. And it was just like, whoa. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I'm gearing up for a fucking uh, 1200 home. So. Yeah, yeah, solo. That makes me miss it. Not everything that you talked about, but that was yeah, always. I don't, any, I don't know if any of that makes me miss yeah. it. But. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, conjures memories. Yeah, no, I mean, no, no, no. It sure does. It I sure miss, does. I miss this time of year riding down from Seattle. You know, that was like such a great, that was always such a fun thing to look forward that to. That was it. I mean, it yeah. was like the pins and needles and it was for both of us. I mean, we're both anxious. I know Eric was super anxious to leave because like, this is a big trip. He knew the bike was probably going to have problems. I knew the bike was probably going to have problems, but I don't think either of us could have really even dreamed that it would have been the way it was. But, hey, here's the deal. No pan left behind, dude. No pan left behind. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's it, That's a great story, Tom. Yeah, that's Eric. Eric Eric said that. He goes... He goes, he goes, I'm going to make you a shirt. No pan no left pan behind. No pan left behind. <laughs> Fucking love it. I like that. In the name of this episode, what it is. I mean, we got it done, dude. And, it, yeah. it, you know, it's just, it's just it, you know, that experience on the road, I was just thankful to have uh, because it, it got us all the way down. Yeah. You know, and uh, you and need something to tell. You know, the story yeah. must go on. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Eric came up with some great solutions, too. I mean, he had he had all the right shit. He had all the shit I didn't bring. He fucking had. He had all the tools he needed. Rarely I needed to get anything out of my toolkit that he didn't have. And that's it was the just karmic like, yeah. balance. Since your bike really didn't have anything go wrong with it. His bike had to take all the karma. <laughs> so it took all. And, and it's usually of about, you know. Five. I mean, how many guys? We had thirteen guys that did that trip one year. It's like God, one. It's like that one bike took the the beating that all thirteen bikes should have taken. In yeah, yeah. One ride right from Seattle to L.A. with thirteen dudes. Dude, it well, was. They were dropping like flies. Yeah, oh, yeah, that. yeah. And that was when it was like deadline mode, and it was like, Later. see ya. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Bye, dude. I did a I did a trip. Um, when my when my book came out, they did uh, a launch party in Seattle. Do you remember the night? I think you were working that. You had a, like a night shift that night. Wait. But I rode from the shop to Seattle by myself. Overhauled my top end. I do n- remember this. The night before, and I was talking to my wife when she was going to bed, and I was like, "I got to get this done to get there because I didn't want to blow a gasket on the road." and so I'm putting my shit back together, and then she called me when she wakes up in the morning, and I'm still putting the bike back together. And then I, then no sleep run, no sleep run. No and sleep then I rode sleep. from here that first night, like I made it way fucking farther than I've ever made. Slept in a ditch. When I pulled into Seattle, like 
on the beginning of the third day. Like, in my head, I landed at the, uh, in Georgetown, and, like, my tires went flat. Like, that's what it felt like. It just went, (laughs) I was just, like, so smoked. Was I around for this? Like, where? No, it was when the the book launch party. Do you remember they had the party? I don't think you were, I don't think you were in town. I was there. Oh, you were? Yeah. So you did come to that? Yeah. Yeah. When I pulled in there, that uh, day. Your battery was dead and we had to use yes, some guys you remember? I still yeah. have that. I'm sorry, dude, whoever yeah. you were, man. Like yeah, I tried yeah. to find you and give it back, but that's right. thanks. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Oh, look at this puppy. There's just a dog walking in here. Hi. Maybe. It is maybe. Hi, maybe. There's Eric Dean. What's up, buddy? Oh, hey, buddy. You just caught the, the tail end of this little reunion ah, we, we just puppies? had. Oh, my goodness. No, no, no. Oh, come on in, buddy. What's up, all y- y'all? Great way to wrap it up. Yeah. Fuck yeah, All right, man. Tom, love you. Dude. Thank you so much, man. Again, yeah. glad to be back. Tom Jones, always happy to see you, brother. Yeah. Love you, dude. I love, love you, too. Tomorrow we're That's all. true. <laughs> ow, man, ow. Face for radio. Oh, Face right. for radio. Bye, everybody. Bye. Okay, that was a lot of fun. I'm going to try and wrap this up before my battery dies and it's blinking at me, so... Thank you, Tom. Thank you, Snake. I'm so lucky to have friends like these guys. And I'm, we're lucky to have Born Free to bring us all together this time of year. That's that's so special. So thank you to Born Free for all that you do. And I meant to get this out a lot earlier. I apologize. I'm now back from Kansas. It's a week later. And obviously, I didn't get it out in time. Tom is home. Snake is wherever. And our shoot went really well in Kansas, though. And I think we really have something with this camera bike that we built. It's going to change the way we shoot motorcycles and shoot automotive in general. It's very efficient, and it's very nimble. I'm just really excited about it. Scott and I have to get back in August and finish our little movie. It's just a little short film to try and sell the big film. But you got to try, because that could be our life for the next five years if it works. So that's very exciting. Thank you to Pete and Tony over at Tellison. I want to wish both those guys happy birthdays because they had birthdays. They have summer birthdays. I miss them both, but I got to thank them for all that they do. Really appreciate you and happy birthday. And thank you to all of you who tune in. You guys are part of the, the genesis of this thing. I would never do it if it weren't for you guys tuning in and supporting it and we have this little economic model that we're experimenting with every time you buy something off the website that means it works I don't want to have to do the advertising route and have ads pay for this thing I want to make stuff that's meaningful that's done ethically and sustainably I just don't want to sell cheap t-shirts or you know whatever nothing against that but you don't need that. I just want to make stuff that we need. And that means something. And I think we're doing it. I'm doing my best. And you're patient with me. So thank you. We're going to get more episodes out. I'm working on the YouTube channel. Those are exciting and really fun. They're really fun to make. They just take a long time. So thank you for your patience. And I think that's it. I'm probably forgetting some shit. But I don't really care right now. I'm just going to get back to work. And you guys enjoy your day, you be safe out there, and we'll see you next time.